Welcome back once again to WTF and Vonadil. I'm Spicy Ryan and my anus is bleeding, and I'm here today with my hetero life partner. The Fox Danger. Whose spoon is too big. I am glad you get the reference. Silent Fox. Oh, yeah. Silent Fox. Yeah. Wow, that's like a reference within a reference then, huh? Yeah, you're my hetero life partner. Oh, all right. It's like I had to readjust myself. Oh, <laughs> I thought you have no pants. So is this what's the readjusting for? Oh, no, I was perching on the edge of uh, the edge of my bed, like where I normally do this, because I have to be like within a certain distance with my cord. And I actually started sliding off towards the computer, which started to become an issue. So I had to correct that before, you know, there was I passed that point of no return where I had like course correction that would have caused problems. You have the most interesting background noises. We'll just be sitting here and Funk's taking his chassis belt off with the impact wrench, which I've also heard slash called an air hammer it depends on i guess your neck of the woods and then we just hear you you know yeah, i guess so i we're gonna hear a loud thump and you're gonna be on the floor uh hopefully not uh because that would be that'd be kind of awkward given my situation like i don't know what part of this desk i would impale myself on but it could happen <laughs> Pale on a desk and here lie fox he impaled himself on a piece of ikea furniture no, you can always hope that you go out in like a really cool way that people can remember you by, and then like it just always ends up being impaled on a desk or something completely stupid. It's gonna be a life alert commercial, right? Imagine if the life alert was GMs, and you had to press it and wait for the GM to get back to you. You'd be dead, <laughs> right? It's like it's like over a week later. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up, and then you wait, and seven hours later, it's. Hello, thank you for your message. It's like one of the GM flashing things. Please submit this back on the website if you have any reports to the special task yeah. force. They never even say a word to you. Yeah, it's like, well, we regret to inform you that you submitted your form wrong. So please make sure to use the template and have a nice day. Oh, that's the forms. You've got to use the template or otherwise you're, you're toast. <laughs> right. So today, the title here is, uh, well, at least the working title, when I said right before we started the record, you know, is what the fuck is a podcast? and Fox had made a ninja uh, outline, an outline, for <laughs> for this to do a ninja topic because we talked about doing a job last time, and I really wanted to do a job, and his outline's actually pretty much good to go right now as it is, but I just kind of, you know, I, I enjoy our talks, and I just want to have a free-flowing, you know, podcast with you here with no topics, no outlines. We have a couple, we have an email to get to, we have a couple segments, some good segments, I hope, to... Uh, to cover and then just because we'll talk for an hour or something before the show maybe a little longer sometimes and we'll just have all that of even just mostly final fantasy content and discussions over relevant topics that people wonder in this and that and that literally is a podcast in itself that just gets lost every time and i, I enjoy that part so i want to yeah it, it gets awkward because like we'll, we'll start like it's usually spicy enough work or whatever and like we'll we'll, we'll start in the, the call he'll be like okay this is what we're going over and then we'll literally do the entire podcast for almost the length of the podcast normally well, <laughs> and no, then the we'll go through been, and we'll record it podcast has been like two two and a half upwards to three hours and we don't do it for i try to i mean we've gone over an hour before but i try to keep us limited to 45 minutes one hour but usually been hitting an hour lately yeah yeah just go, just go deep on it. I, I, I just told him that you know maybe we should just record a stock intro and just like just hit record and we just start talking about stuff anyway and just call it a day. See, the after hours never happen. We've only had two, or at least two that have gone out. That was with yeah, Martell and Funk. Funk and Martell were the two after hours, and we just kind of do before hours is why the after hours never happen because by the time we're done, it's super late and it's like okay, I gotta go. 
Yeah, pretty much. But I'm thinking that the four hours might be a thing. <laughs> Just record the entire sound check. <laughs> well, the sound check only takes 30 seconds. Just call it the uh, what the fucking man deals a pre-funk. It's to, yeah, it's a pre-funk. It's to make sure that the sound is all being recorded and not not recorded due to administrator not being on an update, Windows update, things happen. <laughs> right. Sometimes it takes a minute to realize that admin mode has been turned off of Discord for some inexplicable reason. There was an update and admin mode is just gone. So now no one hears you when you're talking and you're talking to yourself. That happens. That's good. The struggles. Also, yeah, man. Like last time I was doing the audio and I, you know, the Windows update noise came over it. And I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. I have to, I have turned system sounds off now because why they were ever on in the first place, uh, they should never have been. But I'm also looking into when I'm not being lazy slash working on anything else that's not the podcast, actually putting the proper effort into the podcast to improve the audio, you know, split things out with, uh, you know, virtual bananas, you know, stuff like that, just actually do more. Because I, I kind of don't know what I'm doing, if anyone could believe that. Everything coming out has been terrible, and I, you know, not terrible, but just, you know, clicking random things. Okay, this is good. Boom. You know, there's, there's actual ways to do this kind of stuff. And I'm, you know, I, I might Google for a second. Like any good person playing Final Fantasy XI, I'll Google for a second, skim, and that's it. Dude, I don't blame you. I do the exact same thing. You know, well, you got to pick and choose. We put more effort into certain things. And, you know, it's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, for the better, I'll say it's about 80% as good as I want it to be. And it doesn't take much of that last 20%. But 80% is good enough, you know. It's not an F. That's a B. Honestly, it works. Like, I'm more concerned about the content itself than, you know, getting that pitch just right. Well, getting the pitch is just right. But last time you were too loud and, uh, you know, because it's all one audio track and I never split it. And now I'm going to start doing those things. It, it won't take too much more time, but it'll make my life easier. See, I'm just fucking with you this whole time. I'm actually just like turning up my input and turning, you know, turning it down just at <laughs> random before we start these. I mean, the problem, to see how you deal problem with too, it. is I'm doing some different computer than it goes to. So then it sounds different to me than when it finally goes to the final product. You know, there's a lot there's a lot of steps to go into this uh, this operation here. Well, hopefully the the new way you were talking about will uh, will actually like fix a lot of that problem. It's kind of like um, this is very similar. I have this trait where I am competent at things, but then there's just basic things that'll make things better, and I just don't do it for years. For example, I bought a week ago Protect Four on Rune Fencer. I've not had it this entire time, and there's been times I've needed it. So <laughs> I remember I remember you saying something about that in the Discord, and I did not believe it. Yeah, I I was in a wow. I was in an Odyssey oh. group. I think it was the one of the last farms I did before. Just I've been on yours full time lately, and just I said, "Hey guys, you know how good I am? Get ready for this." And they went like question mark, and I, I did the whole you know use the Protect Four scroll, which isn't even the worst of it because I didn't have Stona for like six years. Wow, man. Oh yeah, Blue Spoons is the reason I have Stona. She got so fed up. We were doing Tamuz or whatever the RAM is for uh, Imperium weapons. And I, you know, she demanded I get Stona or I kill myself or something to that effect. A blue spoon says that you do it, so that that's how I got Stona. What is it? So you go like what blue sub white mage and Stona that way, or yeah, it was it was because I, you know, white mage is only trying to. I was I was trying to think of what what job you actually had <laughs> that would be able to Stona things. So. Sub white mage, mm. it's a thing. Well, I'm sure it's good enough for Timos anyway. So how are you, Fox? Doing pretty good, man. Um wrote up the uh the ninja outline i'm actually uh kind of excited Did to integrate some of the things yeah well i mean i really want to help 
people understand that the the loudmouths out there are, are not accurate when they talk about the job and a lot of people fear it you know leveling it and stuff because they don't know what's going on they hear conflicting information so i'll just give it to it as it is pretty much um other than that uh haven't really been doing a, a whole lot else um i pretty much just log on for the odyssey runs and you know if anyone needs help i just kind of dirtle around in game on whatever job they're asking a the question on yeah you never heard dirtling? I've heard of diddling. I've not heard of dirtling. Well, dirtling is where you perform a bunch of actions as though there's an intended result, and then you actually just don't reach anything, and you've just wasted everyone's time. So it's like erectile dysfunction? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's a it's a common term used in like uh, card games and stuff like that. I, I don't play cards, so. Yeah, exactly. I can't even play this much. game. Everyone says my rune fence is terrible. Can't even play this game. <laughs> I don't know. It's been fine. Like, I didn't die last night, so. Oh yeah, it's good. It was never bad. It always did the job, but just not. You know, there's there's a difference between NQ and HQ. I want to be that HQ. So we did some uh, Odyssey boss last night, and uh, it was Zivioso. So I was there on Dragoon, and he was there on uh, Runefence. It's not. And we we killed that thing at the buzzer. It's not Zevioso. It's Leviosa. I really hate you. I, I really hate you. And I just realized that that wasn't even posted on the Discord originally. That was in our uh, LS that chat. Was, that was in the or not group, our LS chat. That the was, group uh, chat, group yeah. Chat. Not even in the... They wouldn't know about it being Leviosa, not Zevioso. Which, if anyone's wondering, the lore... Spicy is, Granger. ...is actually part of, a, uh, part of a West African country that was taken over by the French at one point. And that's, that's part of their, uh, so there's a lore ago that goes back to Africa. So everyone's like, what is that, an Italian bee? Is that some sort of Italian? No, it's, it's West African. And everyone go, we was in the Discord last night, and Abject's like, what is it, an Italian bee? And it's like, no, it's not Italian. No, I thought, like, everything from this, this round of stuff was, like, lore-based out of, you know, some sort of African origin. Let me tell you, but everything's I, Italian because they're so jealous of us, they got to use everything we got. They take everything from us Italians. Apparently. <laughs> Enough to make you undergo some sort of weird metamorphosis. That's how the fucking wise guys in Jersey sound. It's fair. But yeah, we uh, we fought that mob, though, and we killed it at exactly 0 0.00 because I was... uh, Oh, yeah. We actually got the win. I I was being super careful, and I probably shouldn't have been, and uh, I was DDing kind of slowly. But yeah, we we killed it, like, right at the end. And it was so funny. There was, like, so much drama because it was at 1%, and then it decides to proc and get an aura. Like right as I closed the uh, another commons torment because I did the commons torment spam and the light healed it back up to three percent and like we only had like like forty seconds left. Yeah, so, so it went yeah, back up to three percent and then it went back down to one percent with about five seconds left and then literally it went to one as you were weapon skilling. I'm like, no, we're not gonna get it, and it died as zero happened. I'm like, did did it count? Because you get yeah, wiped we, out whether you win it or we, not. Yeah, we we were we were getting warped out as it was giving us the points for it. Yeah, it, it literally, yeah, literally, the it was not even done. The animation for death had not finished when we were being warped out, so we didn't think we killed it because it was still kind of like hovering in the sky before it falls down. I'm like, oh no, it's not fully dead. But we're like, it was like uh, 192 points for the V10 or something. So we go, oh, that's way too many points to have been a fail. Would have been like 60 something. <laughs> 60 something saw- when you fail at a higher HP. It would have been like 70, 80. I saw it shoot up to 3%, and I was like, fuck the strat, and I just went right into Star Divers. <laughs> I gotta make this happen, whatever. Fuck this strat that I came up with. We're killing it. Oh, I didn't even come up with it. Like, I borrow most of my Odyssey stuff from that Zala guy that I posted in the Discord. Uh, that dude has, like, crazy strategies for shit. And the Japanese really videos? should check him out more. What's that? 
Japanese video with the white background. Yeah, and like, yeah, the, the, the calligraphy the, black the Japanese yeah. video. Yeah, with the really cool um, like silk screen images of all the mobs. Like that, that's a really cool thumbnail. And also, before I forget, when you say all the loud mounts out there, the ninjas, is that because whenever I say that, I'm always referring to someone or something. Are you just being a generalization there? Or generalization? Okay, because yeah. I didn't want anyone to be like, "Oh, Fox is talking about you know an insert next no. person like logical or something." Be like, "He's talking about logical." No, no. If I'm talking about a particular content creator, I, I'll actually just say it because I'm not really worried about people like saying things at me. Some people on aren't the worth saying, but I still um, want to make fun of them anyway. I yeah I. I mean, I, I don't really care so much, but most of it is most of my angst is uh, directed towards like stuff you see in yells and it doesn't affect me any. I get to play Ninja whenever I want, but it does affect the people who would want to play Ninja and who now think they can't clear content with it because of like some sort of problem uh, it has. And it's just it's not true. Um, the only thing that I've ever gone on record saying about any of Logical's content was just that the stuff that he labels as best in slot is not technically best in slot it's just situationally best in slot his videos have been getting better about that like his strategies are usually very good but the problem is that your audience doesn't know how to digest that information and a lot of times they get really smooth brained and they're just like i'm just going to build exactly a lot of times exactly this right here and only use this because this has been called best in slot by someone on the internet and that's a bit of a problem so that's what i try to diffuse is that ninja is a very very deep job it has layers like an ogre well actually like an and you uh uh, like an onion, yeah. And um, you really have to uh, you really have to know about all of them to determine what's best in slot for your particular situation. So I'll talk about that sometime later. But yeah, that's where that goes. Um, but with that said, uh, how have you been, Spicy? Uh, tired and full of hate, as per usual. Well, there you go. If my hate was a fire, I would burn down the state. Uh, let it flow through you? I, yeah. I don't know. I'm very warm. Uh, you know, I... Well, you don't know because you just asked, but I just had a birthday that was fun. So that was that was a good time. Oh, I did. know. I just intentionally avoided saying happy birthday in any kind of real way. I don't give a shit about those. I, I care more about just enjoying my time. And when I have that, I, I don't care about birthdays, but just when I get a chance to enjoy my time. But there's that little extra oomph to set you over. You know, it's kind of like getting the uh, the power up in Mario and where he just runs, you know, and a special noise comes along. It's that little oomph. You're talking about the Starman? Not the Starman, not that, 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 it's like the, you know, the, if you ever played Super Mario Brothers 3, it's like that Princess Peach power, the P thing you jump on, and then you can run and infinitum, and then just like fly. You're talking about P speed. Okay. I always called it P power. I didn't know. <laughs> it was just say P power. P <laughs> so speed. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. The P stands for psycho. Sure. That's a good animator reference and Fabi's guide reference. Um, as if anyone would even get that, besides maybe Fabi or Eric's. Eric's is probably sitting there all gleeful already. Um, assuming he listens to us, I don't know. Otherwise, yeah, we had, we had a good talk. We we spent we up to like what four in the morning, <laughs> talking about other random bullshit the day of my birthday, and I woke up super late because of it. So that was good. Oh, Jeb. Well, I'm glad I could help contribute to delinquency. Yes, you know I you know I keep saying you know, but Carrot gave me the whole like my mom. She goes, when when did you go to bed? And I go, I actually don't remember when I went to bed, honey. And uh, she has to harass me about that all the time. But otherwise, when I finally got up and uh, started my day, it was special because remember that guy when I said I was having a Pellegrino and I had to recover from the excessive drinking of my friend moving away? Yeah. Yeah. He actually drove 11 hours. Not for me. He was here for something else. I just happened to be at the same time. And he stopped by in the morning to see me. So that actually made my day because little things like that mean the world to me, even though, you know, 
I don't want to say I'm a, a kid-like in my nature, but just I'm very simple, and those things do it for me. So I was sitting there in a shirtless in my robe, having coffee, talking to someone. You know, that, that was good enough for me. All right, man. Well, I'll just get in my car. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> a week? It's a three-and-a-half-day drive. From the coast to coast? No. It's three-and-a-half days. Maybe, well, maybe four if you're going a little slower. I don't know. It's kind of weird there in the middle, but you're... Oh, well, if you're Murray, you also drive the speed of light. Oh, God. No. But I've driven from... I owe to Salt Lake and all the way across. It's you know it's like a three three days for that. So, nonetheless, uh, otherwise it was good in the birthday. I was joining random streams, just just random ones. And oh, what is with this problem of? Because I usually don't do Twitch. Because I usually don't do anything like content that people make. I'm not a content consumer unless it's actual information. I'm an information consumer for making content for people to answer their own questions or better yeah, themselves. It with. did seem strange that you were saying that you were watching something on Twitch to begin yes, with. Yes, so. I don't do that. But the problem I'm having is, what is with all these private fucking streamers with Eden and Nasomi isn't even around, I guess. I mean, it's around, but everyone's talking about Eden because that's the that's the real hardcore, not real 75 experience, but has all of the conveniences of Nasomi taken out. We're, we're hardcore players now. As much as I do like Iron Guy slash Iron Pandemonium, he's very cool. I just don't want to watch or participate in all those. And those are like seven out of 10 of the streams. So that was, it was difficult to find one, but found some, you know, answers to people's questions show up and, you know, you get the, the, are you the real spicy Ryan? It's like, uh, well, hold on. Let me, oh, wow. let, me, let me look in the mirror here. I don't see someone important when I look in that, but I guess to you, whatever, you get your eyes checked to something, but that was good. You know, people just playing that are fresh to the game. 99, whether they know me or not, I, I usually hope they don't. And I just show up and start talking to them about what they're doing or make suggestions and this and that. And it becomes like a cool exchange, like, you know, not a mentorship, but an exchange. And there was the one stream I joined. It was this guy from the Netherlands, a Dutch guy. And I gave him a link pearl, too. He showed up. He was the one that logged on the next day and oh. said... Yeah. Oh, he was that guy? Okay. He, he was that guy, Belfa... Whatever the hell his name is. It's like Belfa something. We'll just, I want to call him Belfagor like after the... It's the tier one, but it's, it's, you know, and he's the guy that joins the next day and says, hello, infidels, even though he's not like a Muslim or anything, but it was a very good time. I joined his thing, talked to him. There was like no one watching it when I came in. And then by the time I was done, there was actually like, it was like 17 people or something weird as if we were doing something interesting, but we talked and we started doing ambuscade together. And I just, you know, those are the things I enjoy just getting into the game and playing it. And then that's the kind of, it's kind of hard to describe, but going around looking for an experience to create and creating it as in like, I want to find someone I can just randomly team up with. And then people can watch us team up on their stupid stream and they'll be happy because people are watching what they want to have people watch. And I get to have a random unique experience and I wanted to do Ambuscade anyway. So someone wasn't going to do it and just joining was fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool like I'll, I'll usually randomly ask people if they want help or something but you know normally people don't need it so it's it's just extra cool that you can at least help that guy out you know especially well, if he's got like his dream going me out too. but yeah because yeah, okay. when you i usually yell and i actually mean it when i yell randomly i'll be like anyone want any help and i'd usually get nothing but i'm fine with the sass the sass is good i'll take some sass you know are you spicy it's like no i'm fucking heartburn what do you want uh <laughs> Another one was, are you the real spicy? And I'm like, no, I do spicy impersonations on the weekend and Elvis ones on the weekend. Come watch sometime. Remember when I said full of hate? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, 
But to get that experience with another player where you're actually getting to talk to them and see their facial expressions and, and kind of have that personal thing while using the medium of the game is very underappreciated and what I think the game excels at. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, there's not a lot of avenues to actually like get that interaction unless you happen to play with a streamer, but um, I don't know. It's It's been somewhat underwhelming for me in the past. Like, I mean, I've been streamed many, many times doing stuff and Honestly, all I ever do is I just tend to make their streams mad. <laughs> I, I got to ask, okay, what's the story with that? At least there's probably multiple stories, but what is the story there? Oh, it's usually like I'm on some sort of job that's not supposed to be clearing the content that we're clearing. And like someone says like the job is bad and I'm just like, well, I'm showing you right now that it's not come fight me. And like usually it has something to do with me challenging the stream to fight me. And then the stream never says anything back, which is strange, but whatever. Usually, you think they take the opportunity right. to have some some trolling, but yeah, I fully expect that to happen. It's just I don't know. Trolling doesn't usually work on me. I I, I don't know. That's because you don't care. But um, I I guess that, that might be it. Actually, like the, like the trolling probably happens, and then I just realize that what they have to say just isn't important. So maybe that's it. Wait, okay, so who? Was... But yeah, I wish I wish the story was a little more exciting. But like usually, it's when I'm on a job, like like Ninja, like I said before. Like, well, what uh, was the instance that. here of virtual gatekeeping saying your job sucks? It shouldn't be doing this content. Who, what what was the actual? Add some context. Oh here. man, this is this is like a while ago. I haven't actually I haven't been on that many streams outside of like us getting streamed doing Odyssey, which is a much lower viewership. But um, like I haven't uh, I haven't been on there in a while. Like it, it was something to the effect of like. I think I was savage blading something on Ninja, and they're just like, "Oh, Ninja, Ninja can't savage blade. Why don't you just <laughs> what? force there or something?" It, it was like some sort of like really weird statement to be saying while actively watching someone do it. Uh, I believe we were doing the, actually we were doing the ambuscade that's actually upcoming. Um, that uh, that Mammal Jaw ambuscade. Oh, that's right. That Mammals are next month. I like the Mammal one because it's not hard and it's got some mechanics, and I can fight it on Rune and do deeps. Yeah, yeah. You basically just send people in who won't die to magic, and you kill them dead before they kill you dead. Like you sleep them. It's it's really not difficult, but like Megawari goes a long way to save your life, and you basically just well, run through things. Megawari will save your life if your group is failing to skill chain and take off Azora, because otherwise you should never need it and never die. Oh but no, 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 no not that Mammal Jaw. Oh, uh, there's two. There's the one with the six mages. That's the next one. Oh, I was thinking of the. Uh... Gulu Jaja guy with the yeah. okay. I don't remember this one off the top of my head. Then, like I remember that one. Yeah, with with the uh, with the Google Jaja guy, the the ninja guy. Um, you can just you can just have a single ninja keep his aura's off. It's really not that hard. But um, because yeah, usually I solo him on ninja for the group that I ran it with. Well, since um, this will be out in time for the next month's ambuscade, do you want to jog my memory on how the fuck I'm supposed to do this ambuscade? Yeah, sure. Uh, you open up with, um, I think it's either Elemental Seal Sleepka or it has to be part of like Soul Voice uh, Horde Lullaby. But basically, you, I think it's Horde, Horde Lullaby because I remember the bard timing being really tight after Blurred buffing harp. everybody. Time for Blurred Harp, all you G Horners. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Blurred Harp plus one is super good. Um, get that. And uh, you sleep them all. And then as, as you go through, um, you, you fight them like one at a time is generally preferred. Um, but as you kill each one, they get stronger. So. By the time you get to like the second to last one, the nukes can probably insta kill you, and unless you resist it and have like the right power spells and stuff. So I think it's going to be much different this time around as opposed to last time because like last time it came out, uh, we all didn't have like full sets of malignants. Like malignants was still fairly new, uh, so there were like groups attempting to do it without the right amount of magic evasion, and there were jobs that didn't have obviously sacpata. 
you know, not many jobs had like full suits of, of the Volt Hobbard set in its place. Like there was a lot more pandemonium surrounding like what jobs could actually participate in it because you had to not die to nukes. Um, there was also like you could silence them, but there was a horrible repercussion for your red mage if they silenced. They basically got like super disabled. So you could do that towards the end of the fight. There are a couple different strats, and then like the very last mob would actually um, throw down, and it would actually like drop its staff and melee, and then it would mudge and core at a certain percentage. And if you're a ninja there, you just didn't care about mudging either. Um, but lots of different ways to handle it. Like, I mean, you don't have to just throw ninjas at it, but honestly, it was really safe. Like, you just pop off 60k Savage Blades and just spam them. There's a unique combo going on tonight of occasional Discord dropouts and your dropouts, so... Oh, am I dropping like crazy? You're dropping a bit. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, basically, it was a long-minute strategy that just says, hey, keep your shadows up, keep your Gawari up, and just make sure you coordinate with your group as to what one you're attacking, and call out what element they're casting so the White Mage can bar spell you or you'll probably die. The end. Okay, so not as easy as the Meeble one. Oh, no, yeah, the, the Meeble one, oh, man. And so um, we actually did the Meeble one last night after you left Odyssey, and I just stayed on Dragoon for it, <laughs> because I actually had Minadidi that month. And on Dragoon, dude, I killed it in, like, two minutes and 45 seconds. It was fucking super, it was super crazy. But you're going to get someone who's going to go, well, I killed in one minute, 52 well, seconds. I, I don't. I don't care about killing it really fast. Like I, there were other DDs there as well. It's just I was obviously a majority of the parse because I was a heavy DD. Like that's what it is. Yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't really matter. I'm just trying to illustrate how easy it is because I'm also not the best dragoon in the world. I will do my best here to try and do a Dutch accent, which I have not ever practiced and I have no ability to do. When I talk about the guy we were streaming with or playing with while he streamed, and his oh, yeah. response to Ambuscade. It's so fucking nice to do ambuscade with people who know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but that was awesome. That sounded more Dude, you, you Spanish. It sounded even. like uh, that, that dog sock puppet from Comedy Central. <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Are you talking about Triumph the Insult? Yeah, Triumph. Triumph, Triumph the Insult Dog, yeah. Nah, well, maybe a little bit, but not... <laughs> Alright, dude. It's not an episode if I don't do something cringy like that. I guess not, man. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, like th this month wasn't hard. Like I actually saw a lot of shouts all month long for yes. this Meeple where people were like bar spells only and all this stuff. And I, I mean, there was one that I did where I was the only healer as Paladin and we just applied DDs and bards to it. Yeah, the, the, the problems and, like, are that. not silencing and getting the ads and the ads countering you for like over a thousand damage if you're a DD. So the ads are deadly because of their counter. Oh, yeah. So if they're on the tank, then as they should be, as you do, you get groups that don't have that as you do. Yes, you do. But if you're not a DD getting countered for over a thousand on a hit and dying, uh, or the home wrecker doesn't come over and, and wreck your home, then it's super easy. But those things lead to people being all antsy pantsy about certain things. I asked, I had, what was it? I think Ghetto Quest joined, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. something like that. Something, something of me not wanting someone terrible that I know is terrible around. And uh, pretty much, maybe it was Ghetto, maybe it was. I don't remember because it was a very brief. Ghetto usually does fine. And it was a question of, they were on Geo, so once again, I don't remember if it was, but I'm for some reason thinking it's this person. But if it's not, you know, I don't want to play it on where I'm saying this, and then it goes back to them, and then they go, well, I wasn't even in your group. But <laughs> they, I, they were on Geo, and I go, so can you uh, land silence or whatever? And they go, no, I can't do it. I'm just going to leave. Another one was just, I asked them the bar spell or something simple. Another person was like, no, I'm I can't do that. I'm not going to be able to do what you want me to do. And they just disband. And it's like, okay. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically, that kind of stuff. It was it was really quick. 
It was just pretty much I asked something of them, basic of what their jobs be able to do. They get all bitchy about it and go, I'm leaving. I go, oh, oh, okay, thanks. We started doing this like I was just housing it on White Mage. Yeah, uh, yeah, been there pretty much, you know. Do you got food? No, I'm going to leave. Thanks for saving me the time. Weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That, that's like unusually hostile. Hostile, like, yeah, I was, I was surprised. Why not just do it? I'm glad they did it because, well, I wasn't, I wasn't sugarcoating it. I wasn't like, hey, would it be okay? I just go, can you do this? We need this, and it's a no, and I go, well, that's a problem, and well, I'm gonna leave then. See ya. And it wasn't even just pretty much, I'm leaving. Disbands. Okay, bye. There's, there's no way it could have been ghetto quest because I'm more more than certain his geo would be able to silence. I know I've played even has geo. I honestly don't even know if he has geo. I know I've played with ghetto in the past, and it's not something I ever like to repeat. So. I have the opposite experience. Like I usually, but then again, I usually had him go like Dark Knight or Ranger to something oh, like, as needed. The jobs you can't screw up unless you die. <laughs> I, I guess, like honestly, he never died. So, or he died very infrequently. Well, I'm saying it's so, uh, on Dark Knight. Unless you can't hit or die or something, uh, or don't do DPS, then it's kind of foolproof to do a DD job, especially nowadays so, with gear and Ambus Cable with gear creep pass. Yeah, I don't know. Nonetheless. Do you want to do this email? Yeah, let's do the email, man. Okay. So, so who who gets to kick it off? Uh, hmm, let's see. How about I do one, you do two, then I'll do three. Sure. Okay, so we have another email here, follow-up from Abject last time, where we had the three-question parter here, and now I won't have to feel like we can... We'll have to move off this really quick. We'll actually have time to talk about everything in here. So, dear Spicy Fox, question one. When doing Odyssey, what are your thoughts on blue strat versus the more traditional method with using a tank and DDs? Side thoughts, also be being using a tank with the Eve setup compared to a more def setup. Jeez, that was that was well, it's a two-parter. I wonder if he was on his muscle relaxers and stuff when he sent this. So for those that may not have put it together, Abject is actually in the group that I run Odyssey with. Um, so, I mean, I think he's kind of indirectly asking me how how I feel of the various methods that we've used strategy-wise. And then uh, also, uh, Spice is in, in a more unique situation uh, from the two of us to where like he can actually answer this from like a pickup group standpoint where they probably don't do blue strats. Um, no, so they do not. They never do. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we could probably get some pretty interesting answers out of this. So, I, I don't know. No, like, like, what are your what are your thoughts on on our joke strat uh, as opposed to like your other experiences doing this? And outside of the last thirty minutes of a burning cesspool we've had here so far, I uh, this is the kind of stuff here that I look at this kind of email and I go, you know, we can just talk about this for freaking forty five minutes and be done for the day. <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, so what? What are my opinions and feelings? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what do you think about the the, the actual? Blue Strat itself, because I described it at first, and then like you came onto the group, you know, like a couple weeks, ago, at least two weeks ago or so. I would never pug this Blue Strat. It is not puggable. I mean, you can, no. but I like this Strat not because it's better. It's not, in my opinion, it is. It is an inferior strategy. It is a successful and a good netting strategy, and I enjoy it. And it's the one I would want to do. But is it the best option? Is it best in slot? No, it is not. It's not best in slot. It is not. No. You, it is a quick. lower. Yeah, there's no bisquick here, but I enjoy not just because I'm biased and enjoy blue, but I enjoy the fact that when the group does this, it's not just sit there, click your keys, someone breathes into the mic while you yell them to push to talk, which I'm glad our group doesn't have that problem because I would break my foot off in someone's ass if that ever happened. (laughs) Right. So would I do. I hate that. It's not Skype. Skype is gone. Go with it. Oh, man. So I enjoy this because 
one, it allows flexibility. If you have some person that's not particularly well set up for the DD strat and you want to play with them, they can go with something else in the group. They could theoretically leech, but you wouldn't want that because they can still contribute and make life better and speed up the run because you do still fight NMs. You need people to help speed the run up, not just leech. So I like it because the group communicates, they work together, it's different, you get to do with something you're never going to do, it's like a breath of fresh air to do it, and you're never going to fail. Like, I've had runs, pugs specifically, like dedicated groups don't have this problem. They could have some bad runs, but... Oh, and we do. Yeah, but when the first time I joined, we had a bad run where things went very wrong on floor one, and someone aggroed something. And ran by, and I took it off him because I'm like, I'll be the hero. I'll fight it. You're just on board. I'll fight this for you. I'm a blue mage. Herder. And I was fighting it and then got aggro from the ghost behind me that I was not paying proper attention to because my HP got a little low from, let's say it was a crab or something I was fighting. Oh, yeah. No, it was the boot scorpion situation. Yeah. 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 Or wait. No, it, it was, was boot crab. crab. You're right. Yeah. It was boot crab. I was going to say it was crab, but definitely the boots. And then that led to an aggro. Then someone else got in it and it kind of cascaded and the re-raises with blood. It was a problem. But we may have lost almost half of our run on the first floor. But we were still able to recover enough, whereas that would have ended a normal group because you're weakened, you can't fight for like that five minutes effectively, you're not going to do anything, essentially your points stop. We, you know, we're weakened, we go and grab a whole other thing with evasion, sleep the mobs, and then while weakened, cruel joke them, and that's it. You know, you're getting points while weakened, you can recover while still making progress, it doesn't kind of grind to a halt. So that was nice, you know, you're never going to fail completely with that strategy unless something ridiculous happens and a meteor falls from the sky and everyone dies with no re-raise or something yeah and i mean if that's going to happen that's usually going to happen on like a fetter pole where you can't sleep all the mobs in question um so if i were to compare the two um using like the consistency of my group as the comparison um for like the melee how many points do we get uh, i would say that what's that how many points do we get before you go into your thing like four or five up to six if we're lucky we'll say four to five usually yeah it's it's like it's usually four to five k points. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely lower, but we've actually exceeded five k before. It's just it doesn't happen super often, um, but it is really consistent. Whereas the melee strats aren't always. Yeah, because everyone's going to wonder uh, well, how many points. And then also, because I know that the yeah. typical traditional strategy I've been in the group with, and they go over seven k. So you, apparently, you can go up to nine allegedly. So, uh, but I would think seven k. I would think six to seven is more reasonable for a very high end group. Um, what, what people would have to realize is that using this strat this way, um, you also don't have to um, use any suspect tools to do it. Oh, yeah, Jay's uh, not needed. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one's going to expect you to need to not get knocked around as a tank and so forth and so on. Like, um, no Jay zero action. You know, you don't need, like, flea speed at all times, you know, that sort of thing. Well, you don't need flea speed. Chill. They don't, you know, Karis Group doesn't need flea speed, but I saw they were using Jay zero to not be locked or to move on to the next mob faster, which adds up in the run pretty significantly when multiple people are doing it but oh it, it certainly does carrot's also um, been good she stopped uh, using that so my harassment has helped her go on the straight and narrow to be at our level now oh uh but yeah i mean my, my point isn't to like get up on that soapbox or anything it's basically just to say that it is it is chill it's consistent um if you happen to wipe due to some mistake because mistakes happen in all groups like people can get over themselves if they say otherwise um you can, like you said, you you could still just jump right back in, get your bard songs, and just like actually make progress while weakened instead of you know having to like gimp your way through a single mob at a time. 
like you would have to, you know, slog with the melee strat. Um, it is lower on average, but you can still get fairly decent spikes. Um, it is nice with flexibility too, uh, because even if like, let's say you have that one roll that can leech, um, the most important part of the blue strat in particular is you have to have people who are scouting the floors, like while buffs are going on and stuff. Um, because really the only members that need to be buffed are the blue mages. Uh, because the, the Corsair and the Bard are already buffing themselves anyway, and they're also helping kill like NMs and, and Fetter mobs and stuff that you aren't joking. So you take like the other two mages or like the healers and you have them go scout, and then you usually will have a blue mage meet up on like either end, and you know, you just kind of coordinate it as you go. So like every single run has this feeling where it's it's not necessarily samey. Um you you always kind of get like a different config of, of how you have to approach it. Um, what now when using the like melee methods, uh, a lot of times you'll like encounter the same kind of issue where like with blue mages, you have to have jokeable mobs in order to proceed. Like they can, if they resist doom, they don't do any good for you. Like with melees, generally you don't fight like truly awful mobs. Like, you usually won't fight things that fold a spell the hawks. Yeah. I'm um, usually won't fight soul flares. You usually won't fight slimes. I mean, you can. I'm not saying groups can't, but I but imagine much. just getting full to spell. Like that's basically it at that point. So I mean, there's there's trade offs to both. Um, one can net you more, but one is a lot less forgiving. And then one will also help you know build up. Like let, let, let's look at it from like a new person perspective. Like if if newer people decide to make a group like this, the malignance is a sticking point for the evasion test on these blue mages. That is rough. But if you can get that taken care of, um, you actually end up with a situation where you can continue to to build the rest of the people you static with. Um, through CP uh, that you would get through this 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 method um, because those flex those flex slots exist and you you can actually like boost their jobs without having to like pay for job points or you know go out and make parties or however they decide to do it like you can actually be interacting content and get great CP at the same time on a job that you don't have to be like super ultra mastered on because you're not doing the melee strats so it's just something to think about that way too long winded answer on that part no no it, it's the proper answer so. I, you know, obviously, because your DDs have to have multiple weapons, and yeah, it's not a problem to have a samurai with a shining one and stuff like that, and you can even be, uh, and I played with Melfina in a pickup run, and they went on Thief with uh, Dagger and Nagling when they had to switch over, and they obviously weren't the top-tier DD there that the samurai or something else would have been, but they, in terms of a pug, they were arguably so close that it's not like they were on top of them. They were within, like, a few percentage points, we'll say, like, what, 4%? I can't remember exactly. So I'll say 4% to get the right impression here. And you, you go, wow, the Thief actually kept within that close of the other top-tier DDs? That's certainly definitely worth bringing. There's no reason not to. But it does cause problems where it's not a job... Like, you're not going to go on, on blue and reasonably be like, I have blunt damage with Maximentus. It's like, you can do it, but you're still not doing great compared to the other jobs that are stronger at doing it. So... It's all yeah. about outcasting a lot of the jobs in that case and only taking certain jobs like Warrior and Samurai is everywhere in there and you know Dark Knight too situationally, I guess because they have I mean, Dark Knight doesn't have besides slashing, what do they have? I mean you can use the you can use club on Dark Knight and uh Oh the little toxic mace or whatever? Yeah, just start looking at stuff like baby seals, I guess. But baby seals. But yeah, I mean it you're it kinda excludes all the DD so you're limiting your jobs there, so not that you have to, but you, no one has a thief geared up that well that they care that much that they're like the papis of thieves where like your papis and everything is summoner and you come to every setup as a summoner and it makes you work because you're flexible enough as that super top tier summoner that you can inject yourself in and things still work. 
Yeah. yeah. So I think ours is a little more I, open, even though it requires Blue Mage. Yeah, it, well, exactly. Um, and then, I don't know, like, the melee method is really dependent on the tank as well, especially for a lot of um, a lot of the, the harder things. Like, there, there's nuances throughout it that a lot of people just don't even realize. Like, the all the, miss, all the mobs who do, like, 100 fists, um, they, they do, like, what's effectively a hate reset or so on whoever has, like, the first in line for... Um, for enmity so like even if you're tanking that your your party has to know why you're you're quote-unquote failing as the tank because that's how they'll see it but really what you're doing is you're waiting for them to trigger 100 fists so you can save their life um a lot of times people don't realize that uh that's actually something that i i abuse on the blue strat when i'm quote-unquote taking on blue um because i would go like like tank spec for it is that i would intentionally just let you guys pull all the hate you want because i wanted to make sure i was in second place on hate um but basically, with the melee setup, though, a lot of times those melees are going nuts. Um, if the tank isn't on top of these particular mechanics, what can end up happening is your your DD will just die, and yep. then you have to slide. I was not aware of how that mechanic worked. I just thought I could just keep trying to get hate constantly through the fight and then not worry about it because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep getting hate. But the mob dies so fast with those DD strats, but still uh, slow enough can, that they, they, they will die to 100 fist on the behemoth or something or the dragon. Uh, so yes, that when I did it on Rune and they'd pop those, the mob would die very quickly, but there'd always be a DD dying because of course a DD dies and you can't get hate fast enough in those ways. Yeah. And there'll be people who are like, well, I'm a cool dude. I don't ever die to those. And I'm, you know, to that, I say great job, but it's still a risk that groups have to, you know, assess as a risk when they, they, you know, do that particular method for sure. I will say it does make Dragoon super cool because everyone wants to do Dragoon Nagling in there now. You know, that's one thing I haven't tried, but... It's the best in the game. It sounds okay. Um, actually, like, when, when you were talking about, like, jobs that aren't usually brought along, I was actually thinking, well, I guess on Dragoon I could use a staff, because I'm still not totally used to using enabling in situations. Dragoon but, yeah, the staff warrior is clearly inferior. Yeah. I'm going to have to add it into the, uh, into the guide now, otherwise I'm going to tell us, why isn't it in the guide? Speaking of guides... I uh, didn't say it earlier, did I? How I spent all that time updating the rune guide on BG with sets. So there you go. Have at it. <laughs> but not yourself, though, right? Hey, I've I've been making. I have to also put my newer gear swap out when I'm done tinkering around with it and adding in. It's not like it's dramatically different, but the rules definitely will matter in terms of getting the right fast cast, keeping your HP up, those things that make actually a lot of difference as a tank. So outside of those two things, yeah. Sure. A lot of time in those fucking sets. Days worth of time in those sets, so please go use them, I guess, because I did put a lot of work into it, but I guess it was more work for me than anything, so screw you guys. I play Rune. Well, speaking of those sets, um, did you put out any evasion focus sets for Rune Fencer? Oh, like, the that's second right. Part I was going to do that. Oh, back, to the, what you're saying. back to the drawing board. Right. It's probably just going to be full Naomi, but maybe there's something else in there. Terms is very evasive too, so even if you don't have Naomi on Rune yet, you could definitely use Terms. It has a lot of evasion. doesn't have the DT, but... Uh, I think a Rune Fencer can do exactly what our Blue Mages do, um, which is kind of along the lines of what we're talking about. Like Any, any Rune Fencer would be able to do um, the blue strat worth of tanking as a Rune, which is even safer than a Blue Mage a lot of the time. Um, you'd be able to evasion tank and then still have like all of those better enmity tools to to, to be Correct. able to sustain, you know, actual tanking through these. So, well, I think it's definitely the problem, trying. The problem becomes unless you change your sets, you'd have to add a toggle to it, which not that you couldn't do that. It's pretty, actually, very easy to do. 
I mean, if you're the average person listening, it's not super easy. We've just added so many toggles at this point that it's, for us, it's a matter of copy paste, change name, yeah. uh, add a add a keybind, and you're done. But for other people to add that layer in there, that might be very confused. That's definitely something that when I say it's very easy to do, it's I, I have to recognize that it is not super easy for a lot of people, and it, it does take me a second to look at it too and be like, okay, hopefully I don't break it because I'm not the most advanced guy. So as with what I, I, I tell people to do if they want to try the, 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 the tanking blue mage method as opposed to like being a casting blue mage, um, you really want to tweak your sets um, on rune to have the, the same kind of like evasion in a lot of those mid sets too. So like you really want that toggle to kind of run throughout your set because I can see there being issues like if you ever had to recast your own phalanx. Uh, well, a phalanx isn't a good example because you still want that at good potency. But you'd you run your problems like if you had to like recrusade or if you had. I, to, I wouldn't even look at that because that should be a that should be pretty much done before unless you're in a fetter and something happens or something. But yeah, I always think done, in this case. I would think something like cheap song or you know geist wall or foil. Yeah, yeah, something with a longer cast because you got to think um, a blue mage is going to sleep a lot of that stuff, and I'm sure your bard will too. But you can actually get your bard killed if you have them sleep too early. So you have to think uh, while people kill that fetter, you have to tank like at least 12, maybe 14 mobs. I forget how many exactly it is. Um, and if you have to do like any kind of cast on ring with that much incoming damage, like even your EPO won't save you. So like you want to make sure you're evading if you have to cast an emergency. Yeah. And honestly, the good thing about that, and I think people should do this because one, I know it's hard if you're in a pug to get your bard to sing two mambos on your tank. I mean, that's, <laughs> I can't even get him to You're fucking right. sing min on the group. But if you do that, you don't need a white mage. And you're absolutely so much. The times I've had trouble in pugs is when we're doing a fetter and all the moms are on me. And let's say I had it where the bard DC'd. And great, the moms woke up. The bards are there to sleep them. Okay, so now we have the entire fetter and all the moms on us now. And you died. There's nothing you can do when you have all of them hitting you. And your white mage is terrible because it's a pug and this and that. But... If you have those evasion songs on and you're evading his rune, that eliminates, honestly, a large portion of your risk from the run, and it's not hard to build a set around that. So yeah, I have to throw a set in there, and if you do that, then I think that would improve your overall... I mean, you don't need a white mage at that point. Take a scholar. You know, you're, do you're doing better than with a scholar. You have Adloquium, you have... Not that storms matter. I mean, if you're skill chaining a bit, the, the weather matters, but... Well, even if you can throw down longer duration buffs, too, um, it allows that... that you more time to scout like the you, the better the route you can plan the better that these these events go it's yeah it's very like if you're spending a lot of time running to places you don't need to run to then you're that's time wasted that you could be killing things so so even keep that in mind. even with the traditional setup here i think the thing people need to do is sort of something along the lines of yeah like we do with the blues where you just use evasion is just have their take a rune fencer even though yeah great paladin so much better for tanking things physically but the rune's actually a job capable of evading and then tanking with evasion. So take a rune fencer, get rid of your white mage, take a scholar, have better routes, use your regen so the white mage isn't running around carrying people as much because now you just have a scholar to spot heal. They're, you can do in Brava, all that. It's, it should, you'll be, even with the Brava, you'll survive a lot more too. So just tweaking the run slightly, the traditional run, with an evasion tanking rune, which everyone will have to go out of the way to now build now, which that's cool, and just do that without a white mage. I honestly believe the best job for this whole evasion tanking setup would actually be a ninja. Well, yes, but they're limited in their tools. Uh, not really. Uh, you just go ninja sub blue mage. I was thinking um, that. That, that way you can AOE plant hate and then just spam Utsusemi. Mm, yeah, I guess. And the ninja would evasion tank even better because they have shadows between their casts too. 
So yeah, yeah. So I mean, while you're while you're still getting hit like twenty percent of the time, you know, you, like that that time you're actually like just eating a shadow, and your shadow is building you enmity. Um, I think during the fetter it's, pulls, it's very forgiving. sure the ninja is going to evade during the fetter pulls too. But I still think the rune fencer is better off for those NMs and fetter pulls. Yeah, it's just another option though. Like, oh yeah. You can, uh, it will yeah, certainly I, I, work. I just don't see it having too many problems. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, the fetter pulls, the only thing that I would worry about if I was in there on Ninja is if, like, a mob decided to do, like, a Banishka or, like, a Diaga and my shadows got wiped. But then I'd still be in the same boat as any blue mage that would be standing there anyway. You know, I, I typically don't have, have an issue pulling fetters on blue. The mom will so I just I can just <laughs> I, I, I can just imagine, you know, on a job that's, like, dedicated to the actual evasion trick. Those mommels um, are always casting AoEs. I hate it. It's always the mommel jaw. Yeah, the mommel jaw are pretty rough. Um, the the defense setups for tanks, though, like if like we're we're going to talk about those, um, obviously it's Paladin. And I mean, I do it on Rune, I, but it's kind of a struggle so without men. I really, yeah, it's definitely a struggle on Rune because I mean, I mean, your defense is like much lower. But when I did this as Paladin, I didn't have any problems. Like most of the time, mobs just hit you for zero. But I've seen people do this on Paladin, and it goes very, very wrong. And I, <laughs> I don't really understand why that happens. Probably their idle gear or their gear swaps. It could be that, yeah. But I mean, it's, it, I'm bringing this up not to like shame anyone that I've run with before if people want to infer things. It's more about, hey, pay attention to these things because these are the sort of things that kill you and maybe you can use this as a lesson to make your run go better. Like, uh, definitely shore up your, your mid-sets. Um, in fact, most of the time when I see runes die, um, mid-sets. it's because there's something wrong with their mid-cast. Yeah, that's been me traditionally. I just never improved it until now. I now own there you go. Ring. It's been all these years. I now have one moonlight ring for my mid cast. Um, I will say though that when you compare these strats overall, like what tanks you want to use, blue strats, all that stuff, um, I I still favor the blue strats. Um, it is just more engaging to I, me. Yeah, honestly, I enjoy it more. But it, there are times where those blue strats can be really frustrating. Because like you can actually go entire floors without seeing a jokeable family. And then you like zone up and you start thinking, man, I could have been on DDs right now because you know these. These spiders would have been so easy to kill, or these imps would have just exploded. But you know, you just kind of have to like avoid the imps for the next they don't option. Want to get amnesia, so they avoid them still. Yeah, they are easy to kill. And Fox, could you say that not having a family that works that far is a cruel joke? Ooh, you could always thinking of Eric's going to marry him and not Garrett. That's true. You still have time. <laughs> Wow, I'm sure somewhere she's like mailing me a shoe to throw at me. <laughs> We've been on question one for quite a long time here. See the glory of not having a topic. Some weeks I just uh, it's, it's it's a long answer though, and it's a very important honestly. One like a lot of people dominant, approach this the dominant thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone wants to do Odyssey. Like everyone builds a group, and they normally will just do that standard pug thing. But I mean, if this is an example, where if you build a static, your options open up to you. Like you try to like group with people, you know, like it doesn't mean you have to like schedule something or lock yourself down, but at least play with people you're familiar with. So that way you can keep building your group. Like that's the message I like to make sure that I constantly put out there. Yeah. Cause we can't ignore this continent any longer. It's true. It's just too important now. <laughs> so I want to go to question number two here. Question two with the new Gear from Odyssey, could White Mage and Scholar take a more active role in DD on some fights and deal respectable damage while fulfilling the role of the job? For, for example, DD while still healing and clearing player debuffs? Don't get it twisted. That is not an excuse for players not bringing meds. I think this one's going to be a much shorter answer than the last one, for sure. Sure is. No. It is no. Okay, question three. Well, 
Okay, so there's a reason for this though. It's not it's not just no and like take our word for it. You gotta think about like like if we attack White Mage first, um think about what they have to do. Like you would have to get the Naomi set, which is kind of within the scope of this question. But a Yano you know, plus two. Stuff. Right. It's not, not a Yano plus two. It's better than that. Like you, you have a reason to be doing it on White Mage. The the, the problem is that the damage you're doing isn't going to be worth what you're doing. Like, if that makes sense, like your white mage is still want to going to want to be sub scholar. So everything that you were doing is mage aligned. And then on top of that, your yag rush is not going to do respectable damage, but you still have to main heal it to get you're the, the main hand. Well, right. I'm uh, sorry. I, I'm assuming that you're going to be top of the line. If you're going to try to like pull off something like mailing on white mage, I, I, I don't usually like gatekeep like that, but honestly, Let's just look at the best case and see how bad the best case looks, and then we'll let it trickle down. But but honestly, right. like if you're if you're you would have to main hand your Yagrush, which means I guess you're trying to maintain AM three. And and honestly, yeah, you're never going to run out of MP, but your DPS isn't really going to do anything. You you also can't switch weapon types. You just only have blunt as an option. Um, I same suppose you scholar. could do magic damage weapon skills. Yeah, same with scholar. Oh, scholar's even worse. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the main problem is that on white mage, if you are super buffed, the best white mage weapon skill sets that you get access to Naomi. are pretty much your, your relic plus three. Uh, it's not Naomi because you have to choose between whether or not you want Naomi to be a weapon skill set or if you want it to be a TP set. And that's also assuming you've done hundreds and hundreds of runs to actually right. run it up. So it would be a Yama plus two. And yeah. I wanted to cut you off earlier and say I had a white mage like that in an ambuscade two months ago. Oh, no. Unfortunately, they were an R15 Yagrush with an offhand, I think, R15 Mjolnir and a Yama plus two and everything uh, White Mage could potentially use. What was the Ambuscade two months ago? Was it? Well, you, you already said offhand, so obviously they weren't. Well, they're, you, get, you get the attack, so. Sure. I, I did, I, they had both weapons. I'm, I, I'm 100% sure it was Yagrush in the they, main hand. I'm rather sure it was Mjolnir for the attack and the offhand, and it was also augmented or something i was i was shocked to see one is why i think it was Mjolnir. because i'm like wow i've never seen one let alone one that's augmented and the problem oh. also was they were like a trio box so the white mage was kind of on autopilot doing nothing but attacking i assume with the script and just the amount of dps the white mage put out with top of the line gear and just weapon skilling on an automated weapon skill the fact is their weapon skilling better than a human would be doing <laughs> it was like we're talking like lower than a bard's DPS here. It was just, it was like 13% of the parse and maybe the bard would do like 19. It was just bad. It was bad. It's just going to fall further and further behind. It, it doesn't have the tools to do it, whether from a trait standpoint or from a gear standpoint, because all the gear that you would load into doing it doesn't support you doing it unless you go down a particular path. And like you said, hundreds and hundreds of hours of making that path work. And then alternately, you could just not have a good TP set and have an excellent weapon skill set, but that's not even an excellent weapon skill set for a white mage. Like, what weapon skill are you using? If you're using Black Halo, you have to use Magzentius. If you're using Magzentius, you aren't using AM3. Um, you're building TP very slowly because clubs have a very terrible um, delay to damage ratio. So, like, usually you're not, you have like very slow TP speed. Um, if you're doing Hexa Strike, that, that's crit rate and you want multi attack because of FTP transfer. So, that's a whole different scenario. That's a whole different weapon skill set that you would need. Um, if you're doing um, any kind of uh, like offhand daybreak and serif strike, so I'm going to say they weren't doing things optimally, even as that geared up white mage. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but but the main thing that I'm trying to illustrate is that you need so many sets that one new set being released isn't going to make white mage a good DD because you'd have to cover the full spectrum. I think the problem here is white mage melee at 75 was cool and it was kind of an edgy niche thing that worked because the DDs were so weak compared to how the discrepancy is so large nowadays. And it was something people could have fun doing. And now it's yeah. just kind of in a nuisance that gets in the way, and it's not what the job's supposed to do. And before it was kind of cute to do it, and I think the memory of that has not gone away is why we still hear about White Mage Melee. It's true. Uh, I mean, I've done it like solo, and I've done it in um, Domain Invasion, or I've done it in uh, CP parties. But like all of those are like really low stakes content that are usually pretty autopilot for this job with as powerful as the ceiling is. Um, it's pretty easy to still fulfill your roles there. But I mean, if you're meleeing on anything that's it's like real real content it, it's just never gonna lie i think what should have been asked here by object is so when you're going geo sub dancer and it's hot garbage what do you do you have the geopancer sub a proper sub job and come back and try the content later but my group has no trouble clearing it fox why can't i oh god but daddy i want dd geo now i want an oompa loompa now daddy it's fine if you want to have fun and your group can support you having fun. You just have to realize that the burden you are putting on the group is still a burden that exists. And sure, they could carry you, but you could also do your group a greater service by playing your job properly. I want Geo to DD, uh, or not not even DD, but just I, I want Geo Sub Dancer to work because I think like in a vacuum, it would be a great setup. I, I think that that would be an excellent way for that role to do something different while still providing a unique benefit. Because it's there to enhance the party. Uh, the, the problem is, is we're still not quite there yet with gear. Like I could see Naomi being a very specific set for Geo, but you'd have to really love your Geomancer to to try that. Like there, there's a reason SC doesn't really give it a whole lot of gear that helps it with this role. So you know who I think of when you say theory crafting in a vacuum. So yeah. on to Scholar. Um... <laughs> Scholar. So Scholar is even worse off when it comes to gear selection for this. Again, Naomi is Naomi, but. What you also have to take into account is that Scholar gets a cult acumen and it gets a pretty good amount of it. And it also has access to Merker. And basically Merker. you have infinite MP. <laughs> right. You, you have <laughs> infinite MP on Scholar, basically. And there's no reason why you aren't nuking for TP if for whatever reason you need to hit something with the Omniscience. And yes, I know it's called Omniscience, but I like calling it Omniscience. Like, that's really the only reason you do it. I mean, I guess you could shell crusher things on on Scholar, which is great, but that's what pre-buffs are for. Like that That's what, you know, TP roll from Corsair is doing for you. Or, again, you can just nuke and decide I'd use a Shell Crusher instead of a Merker. Um, uh, basically, Scholar is better suited to not swinging its staff um, and still getting TP. How about when we were doing that NM, or was it the tree or something, and Carrot decided to go and get that 300% or 300k <laughs> shell crusher on bard and run in there and do that to bard for 25 percent defense down and i had to be like no honey why would you do that because you had the slug who was going to do 32 percent defense well, down it it didn't override my slug i, I was, didn't have the heart to say anything because like that's the oh, i did mind. right away yeah the, the, like your bard should be trying to do that it's just not everyone's used to having a beastmaster in the party so yeah, you know, I was proud of her for thinking to do it, as any good bard getting 3k TP should do for their group is put that defense down on, because it's, what is it, like five, six minutes? It's a long time, eight minutes? It's, it's, yeah, it's really good. long. It's like 600 seconds, so it's, it's like five good. minutes. Yeah, and like, I would never come 
down on someone who's trying to actively help the party like that. Like, sure, it didn't do anything, but we also didn't lose anything as an opportunity. Oh, no, no I was just, I just thought it was funny because it was an example of taking knowledge to good use, <laughs> but not knowing something else about the situation that would also be good right. use. Could have yeah, I mean, got a 3K weapon skill and just be done with it for an extra damage. I mean, that would have been, but nonetheless, I just thought it was a cute little it thing was to funny. inject in there. I actually threw down like, like an audible, oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, it was precious. Uh, yeah, but I mean... So yeah, Scholar worst staff DD job in the game. Yeah, it has the lowest potential of doing that. Even so. Dragoon's better at staff DD. Or even even Summoner is better at staff DD. Than... Yeah, it's funny. Like Scholar can take a level 99 piece of gear that, that isn't even eye level and use it as a better TP set than building a full TP set for oh, Scholar. Oh, the Setter Kodaharde? Yeah, Setter Kodaharde, yeah. Which is just set. mind blowing. It's my, a it's, that that one ninety nine piece is a better TP set. For my ninety nine code is a better TP set than your staff. Get out of here, right? And the worst thing is too staff weapon skills. While they're very, very terrible, um, they provide often good debuffs like magic defense down and stuff like that that you might situationally want in your run for something. Whether it's a corsair getting that benefit of their salute or rangers, you know, with some some magic weapon skill, or whatever. It's nice that they're there, but just. Essie has completely moved away since level 75, even more so. Just completely moved away from being able to actually realistically use omniscience or something. Yeah, yeah. And omniscience can be good. I mean, you're, you're looking at a, a dark weapon skill, uh, magic-based weapon skill. So, like, automatically you think, well, I'm going to buff it with Corsair stuff because Corsairs do lead and salute in the same way. And it's, a, um, it's like a mind comparison, so it's like a, a D-mind. Uh, well, it's mine compared to that. I mean, it's int. And you can get fairly decent mine on, on Scholar. So, I mean, the, the weapon skill is okay. I, I think what holds it back from, like, real damage is, I think it's FGP mod is low. I'd have to double check it. But, I mean, I it's will. never terrible. It's just, like, free damage if you don't need to Merker, I guess. But you also kind of have to be in range, too, which is something Scholar's not the best at. Like, you can build Scholar to resist some things. but Yeah, with how they've moved to more towards DT sets and everything that DDs need now, being a Scholar and not having those great options and HP and everything is not very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah really FTP is, is two. Yeah, FTP being two is, is pretty bad. And, and so. yeah, the MAB minus is minus 10, too, so that's also very underwhelming. They need to update those staff weapon skills and club weapon skills while they're at it, too. Just really a lot of things from 75 era could benefit from an update. I'm really hoping that when they do the the overall job overhaul, like that's part of it is just making everything current. Well, they said in this uh, update note that they've moved more towards job progress now, which is another way of saying, yes, spicy. Everything you thought about how it doesn't matter until they say what they say is absolutely correct because it means nothing, as everyone speculated for all these yeah. months. Yeah, I mean, there is no real reason to speculate outside of just having some fun. Here. I know people enjoy it, but I get annoyed because they get excited and run with it. And it's just like, OK, guys, calm down. We don't know shit. Speaking of running with it, I can't even imagine what this ranger update is. Like every everything about running how with this, it. this is worded tells me that yeah, dude. <laughs> everything about the way that that that, that hover shot is worded, where like it's going to increase your damage based on like movement or something, is everything that that SC doesn't want Ranger to do with the rest of its ability. I'm reserving like, judgment. For all I know, it could be the anti-velocity shot, and they're like two stance. Like they give Ranger a separate stance that doesn't work with velocity, and it to pick between that and that or something. Who knows? I really want it to be good, but but the, the the only thing that I can say definitively is that, that Ranger does the best range damage from its true shot range, right? Which is a very specific distance. That is not conducive to moving. Like, you'd have to do this, like, weird circle strafe to keep that distance the whole time. Like, you could, like, lock on and 
run sideways, I guess. But again, I, I don't know what it's going to be. You know, I, I, I can't pass judgment on it till then. It's just I can take the idea of, of how Ranger can do great damage with ranged attacks and think, well, historically, they want a certain distance. So I don't understand how movement helps. So I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, back to the back. To we'll the find question. out. No, I mean, they, they could DD. They could DD, though. Um, White Mage and Scholar, they, they could. It would just be bad and not worth other things the role could be doing. Like, honestly, like in our uh, Odyssey runs, for example, um, when I'm on Scholar, I mean, sure, I guess I could put on a, a DD set and start DDing, but it's actually even more beneficial. Like, if I can do something like that, that I could just, you know, go scout instead. Like, there's uh, other things you could do that aren't even, like, casting that, that could be more important. Yeah, and I understand because omniscience and stuff is something that you, it's a unique thing attached. I mean, you don't have to have the mythic to have it, but if you have the mythic, all the more reason to want to be able to use it effectively and there's just you know i mean in that case you would just build up tp with your coat and then run in i'm sure i'm not a scholar but yeah i I get why you use it the the coat allows you to to keep your mp when you cast the the thing is you have to nuke a lot to get the occult acumen to work because it's based off the amount of mp and everything i know that Uh, yeah, so so basically, it's just stemming the the bleeding that you're doing while you're casting. Because usually, what happens is a cold acumen gives you like just enough to be able to murder everything back. But the better you make that set, the more cool things you can do, like add extra science to the attacks. Extra stuff. science, so much science. You could say all the science. But yeah, when you're on a job, say you like scholar a lot. I understand the draw absolutely of being. I have this weapon skill only scholar can use. I want to make the most of it because I enjoy my job. And yeah, unfortunately, you can't. So it's just until I see changes that which they have not changed and have made it further worse and worse with time wearing away at it for all this time now. So don't hold your breath. Question three, I said it wasn't going to be as long, but forget it. We're just going to answer one email for the whole episode. Yeah, fair. Okay. Doesn't matter to me. I'm having a good time. Question three, in your opinions, what is the best way to cook chicken? I would like to know your personal favorite methods of cooking it yourselves. The best way you enjoy eating chicken, such as in a dish, like sweet and sour chicken, is there a way to cook chicken so that it keeps moist even when reheated the next day? Uh, sincerely, Kinda Egg Object. So they made the Kinda Egg there. All right. Oh boy. So, do you cook a lot of chicken? I do not, because I am, as I've, have I said before, a non-strict pescatarian is what I call it. Yeah, I avoid yeah. meat for various reasons. Oh, by the way, happy International Workers' Day, Fox. It's May first. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Part of the reason I avoid meat. Um, only part. There's a lot of reasons I avoid it. But yeah, I don't do it too often. I used to back in the day more because chicken's affordable due to the subsidization that goes into it. But in knowing how to cook, it's very important because if you cook it too long, you dry it out, and dry chicken is like you know you might as well lick your foot. Oh yeah. Like, tough bird is nasty, and that's usually why it's kind of referred to that way. And that, that seems like it's the problem that he's run into before, too. Yeah, it's very common to happen because a lot of people just kind of don't pay attention to their food or know how to pay attention to it when based on the method they're using. And, I mean, I actually cooked chicken tonight, as I told you, which is the funny part, because there was chicken that was 49 cents a pound on clearance or whatever, and I stuck it in the freezer for a year. So it's more for carrot. Because I still didn't want to buy it, but Carrot likes it. So I'm like, okay, I'll get it because she'll like it. And I made it tonight. I prefer, whenever I'm cooking meats, whenever you see the temperature recommended where it says, what, 165 for chicken, I'll do like 150. 
when it says pork is like yeah. 145 or something, I'll do, I'll do like up to 10 degrees less because there's nothing wrong with pork or chicken. That's a little, obviously you don't want to eat it pink. I'm not saying that, but you don't need it a hundred percent up to safety guidelines cook through. Absolutely not. And doing that dries it out more just like, I mean, there's different reasons why you can have a steak rare. I don't want to get into, I, I know the reasons I'm not going to get into it here, but not cooking it, especially not overcooking it, but not cooking it up to as high as you need and getting close. I mean, even just five degrees less. So 160 instead of 165 would be perfectly safe and would be more moist. As far as heating it up the next day, that's going to depend on it. Because if you're going to work and you stick it in the microwave and you just turn it on and walk away, yes, it's going to be dry as shit. What you could do is even in the most ghetto basic sense, get a paper towel and moisten it up and throw it around it. But if it's if it's like sweet and sour chicken, it's you don't want to get all the sauce on top of the paper towel. So you kinda you're kinda stuck there because reheating it in different ways would be more effective than yeah. the traditional ways of microwaving it and stuff. And even no matter what, reheating it a second time, whether it's the oven or any other method, is going to be of cooking it again, which will then seep more moisture out. So that's fair. So uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually used to to cater for large events. Um, like I would single handedly do it like at the house I used to live at. We used to have these huge parties of like 200 plus people like on like special occasions and stuff. And usually I would cook and I would have like usually around like three sous chefs to help me. Um, with that said, I'm, I'm an OK cook. It's just I was the most adept in our kitchen to be able to do so. And, you know, since it was like a house thing, we, we like to make sure that our guests, you know, got some cool stuff. So we usually made some really good food. Um, one of the ways that I cook chicken, um, is by, uh, by just doing, um, barbecue chicken, like, like a grilled chicken. And I actually grew up in, um, the South of Virginia. So we know how to, we know how to do barbecue there. And one of, uh, yeah, like basically anywhere in the South generally knows how to do barbecue, but one of the tricks, uh, for, for barbecue is you actually want to like peel the skin off the chicken, uh, and then you want to uh, boil it. Uh, for uh, I would say, so usually about forty minutes. Yeah, you parboil. Um, that's that's the absolute best way to do it, especially if you're going to grill it later and stuff. Because then you don't have to cook it as long, and it's still safe to eat. That's actually very good. Um, you just want to make sure that, that you, yeah, you boil it up to the point. And and the cool thing about it is that it makes it the meat like fall off the bone too. Like it makes it really tender, and it it, it actually ends up being a lot more moist the next day, especially when you seal everything in with like a custom barbecue sauce or something. I would assume most people are used to eating boneless chicken, like breasts or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, whenever you have like bone in chicken, though, that's that's generally the best way to do it. Um, a lot of times when people try to cook chicken, um, it ends up undercooked. And then people see the pink and they kind of get afraid. Like you can actually have some pink. Like you still want to make sure you temp it and everything. But you can still you can have like some pink when it comes to parboil because it's already temp properly. And, and uh, another cool trick you can do is if you're cooking other things along with this dish, um, you can actually take like um, like a. Uh, beer and like apples and I, I forget what else I, I put in it but I, I basically made this uh this nice ice bath for the chicken and I let the, that the, the chicken sit in this ice bath for like about an hour and a half two hours while I made uh, other food and I uh, actually grilled actually no it was even longer than that I think it was like close to four hours because then I I grilled the chicken when people were showing up because I usually did a lot of you know grill related tricks and, and the stuff. ice bath's important there because you don't want to leave parboiled chicken out not iced not below the danger zone there for four hours especially so yeah but you can also let it sit in some flavor too um just make sure that your flavor doesn't clash uh later and it's not like it's going to give it like some sort of deep infusion it's not the same marinating 
but uh, you can still get like a little bit of a, a hint of something that was going on. So, and it, uh, in terms of it letting, really it, good, letting it sit and stuff, yeah, marinating is good. But if it's like uh, brining a turkey, chicken will work in the same example here. It doesn't yeah. work because salt and things is of a higher particle size than uh, water. So when water is, is seeping out of the chicken because you're salting it and trying to season it, those flavors don't get like sucked into it. It's not a sponge. It's not tofu. Did I mention tofu last time? If it's tofu, yeah, it'll absorb that shit because that's what tofu does. Uh, it's like a sponge. It's just, you know, but not not exactly like a sponge, obviously. But but yeah, you can't like brine things like that and infuse all these special like lemon herbs and stuff like that. Yeah. So when you marinate, it's on the chicken and you cook in it. But if you just stick it in like your favorite beer, it's going to have some flavor. It'll be changed, especially if it's an IPA. Do not stick your beer in an IPA unless you're... <laughs> oh, don't do that. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, when you... I usually use a red. <laughs> red? <laughs> like a red yeah. apple ale? No, no, no. Um, like I would say even even a cheap beer like a Killian's. Like if you're cooking with oh, beer, you don't ale. need to have like... Yeah, yeah, red ale. Killian's ain't bad. Um, it's usually my go-to, but yeah, when but you're yeah, I mean, cooking a like a sauce or something too, instead of just cooking it normally or baking it, which I prefer to bake because I have complete, you know, versus a pan would be my other second favorite because putting it in the oven and baking it gives you the proper uh, like heat ratio and consistent cooking, no hot spots in the pan, et cetera, et cetera, and the temperature is controlled; it doesn't change based on moving the bird around, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, cooking in like a barbecue sauce will keep the chicken moist as well, since that was labeled. Yeah, and you you always like brush that on as it cooks too. Like you never like just dip and throw it on or anything. Like you have to actually kind of spend some time like giving that chicken a nice rub down. Get yourself a nice brush, have some fun with it. I don't like barbecue sauce because even though this is an eleven podcast, but food is an important part of it. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's part of the question. So. Yeah. Well, it is an eleven podcast. Um, I do think people who play this game don't stop to eat because I'll ask Carrot on her day off. I go, so what'd you eat today? She goes, nothing. And I'd be like, come on, could you go make yourself some food? So having ideas and knowing how to cook is an important part of being a healthy, functional person and playing 11 at the same time. So, yeah. What did you say your favorite way? I was going to say, I don't like barbecue sauce because all the sugar and shit in it. So same reason I don't use ketchup is I don't use barbecue sauce. The flavor is not bad. Don't get me wrong, but I prefer those flavors without the sugar. It's been a long time, but typically I'll I'll make a barbecue sauce from scratch. A lot of people buy like sweet baby rays or some shit, and then they'll just you know. Well, I mean, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get store bought um, barbecue sauce, like if it's in your area, um, the spicy Stubbs barbecue sauce it comes in a jar. Um, that is actually really good, uh, but I don't typically go with anything else. If I was um, gonna make barbecue chicken too, I would take out a crock pot or an instapot, doing a slow cook, and do that while I'm at work or something. That's very functional for families. Yeah, definitely. My favorite. Uh, like, not everyone has a grill, you know, or at least a good grill uh, to go with. So, I mean, it's also going to depend on your grill available to you, too. My homeowners association says that gas grills are not allowed, only electric grills. So, I don't even have a fucking grill. Not oh. that electric's bad. I mean, I do have the good old George Foreman grill I've used, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not a grill. <laughs> it's a mean, lean, fat-reducing grilling machine. Oh, boy. Gonna bite your ear off. That was Mike Tyson. I mean, not George Foreman. I got you, man. But <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson also raped a woman slash girl. So, I mean, there's also that as well. Anyway. Well, welcome to our <laughs> FXI podcast where we uh, talk about chicken and awful things Mike Tyson has done. If we can finish well, the hopefully chicken that answered your... 
I was gonna say hopefully we, that answered your I question. I didn't say my you, favorite MJ. way to make chicken though, besides baking it. Oh, I thought that's uh, that was your favorite way to make chicken. Well, no, I prefer to butterfly it, not completely through, and uh, stuff it with like pesto and stuff like that with some uh, tomato and mozzarella on top. So like a uh, you know that kind of that thing. Uh, tonight I wrapped it in uh, prosciutto and cheese for her and made it that way in the oven really quick. That was that was fancy. Fancy and quick. It was quick, and she liked it, so that's all that matters. I would have personally preferred tofu or something, but I just like tofu. I really like tofu, also. It's very hated and uh, underwhelming uh, for people. Like they just won't. Eat. I have people that would say they won't even eat it. I go, well, what if it was good? Well, it's like right up there with anchovies too. Like a lot of people say they hate it, and then I ask them, well, when's the last time you had it? And they usually say they haven't. Two days ago, actually, no, yesterday, I posted yeah. that picture yesterday of the, my uh, eggplant ricotta. Anchovy pizza. pizza. Everything was cool with that except for the eggplant. Dude, eggplant is not only a dick, but eggplant is also awesome. Oh, man. Well, like, like I said, hopefully we <laughs> answered your question, Abject. This is an FFXI podcast, too. But um, I think we're uh, I think we're good on the chicken front. <laughs> uh, oh, when I was sitting there shirtless with my coffee in the morning, I had the coffee after, but Carrot made me a nice Eggs Benedict with this smoked salmon uh, with the tea. Nice. Yes, so I was enjoying that very yeah, messily. Yeah, Eggs Benedict is legit. So like an Eggs Benedict with smoked that. salmon shirtless, let me tell you. I'm pantsless right now, but shirtless nice. is a way to do it. Did she make her own hollandaise? Yes, she did. I was proud of her. Nice. I knew she was because I heard yeah, that, the stick little thing in the kitchen going. That up, so. oh, she uses the little stick thing that we use for, for coffee creamer, but we don't use coffee creamer. So if we did foam a lattes and stuff, we would use that. Which, the last time I made an egg Benedict, I actually had that with uh, smoked salmon and capers. And it's not, ooh, ooh, that's very good. Oh, yeah. But it's not an immersion blender, so it shouldn't have worked. But she made it whatever way she made it, and it was it was legit, so. To me, at least, I know it wasn't perfect holidays, but it was it was legit. I always do that sort of thing old school with a pan. It's uh, you you run the risk of burning it, which is kind of awful, but just don't burn it. I guess you know get good. Okay, so what else did I want to talk about tonight? Um, well, we have new cooking crew. Nice. Oh yes, we do. We do have that. I forgot we had a segment. Look at this. What are we an hour? What is this? Oh, yeah. What's the time? Yeah, we're we're getting close an hour and a half in, and we're we're finally gonna get to the next segment here. This is great. I, I enjoy not having to worry about having to move on to shit. This is fun. Fucking topics and shit, yeah. Yes, and it's now it's going back to 11-related stuff after 20 minutes of cooking. We're going to get some some comment, you know, this is bullshit. All this talk about New Jersey traffic, daddy duty, and now chicken. Probably just love some chicken, man. You'll thank us. Okay, so do you want me to read this one, or do you want to do half and half? I'll do, I'll do the first I'll part. I'll read this. Okay, you do the first part. And you get the question, okay. Noob, looking for advice, please, which I got to tell you, my favorite thing is always to see random vague topic titles and not know what they need help with, but hit 99 a few months ago, got tons of decent gear for Summoner, and started working on my mythic, dot, 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 hit the Alexandrite wall, and really don't enjoy farming salvage. All the gill-making guides I find online see not what I'm interested in, and losing motivation to play Final Fantasy XI. So at least this person gave us a baseline of what they're working with. However, their question is in FFXI. Is there any decent boss farming or AOE farming that I can do to make good gill? In MMOs, I really enjoy going for super rare drops that I can grind for a long time and get rewarded eventually. If that doesn't exist, 
Can anyone suggest some farms that I can make many millions of gil I need to buy this Alexandrite lol? Oh, no, 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 it was caps lock many. So many millions of gil I need to buy all this Alexandrite lol. Because there's a question mark. So they were very confused. Oh, boy. It honestly, to me, sounds like someone that plays other MMOs or 14 or a game. And they're trying to apply that expectations and feelings and desires onto 11. I agree. I don't know what they expect to get out of this game. Um, the fact that they started working on their mythic is good, but it doesn't mean that they need to actually like, complete it to get anywhere. Um, there is going to be an Alexandrite wall. Like making gil isn't always easy, and like the if you're more narrow, if all you have is summoner, and, and like you feel you need to start on working on this, I it's going to be kind of tough to actually like make that gill. It sounds um, like the only thing that I can think of is working. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ambo, and that's going to take so, over here. Yeah, and honestly, like this is the sort of thing where I, they just need to take some time and enjoy the game. Like you don't even need the mythic to do things on summoner, but I understand the stigma that hey, if you don't have it, if you don't have Nirvana, you you can't go to anything. Or fifteen, really, Nirvana. that's just right. I mean, that's just honestly a matter of networking. Like if if you get to know people, if you do stuff on summoner, like I I'm not really known for my summoner at all. Like it is a job that I can bring to things and it'll be okay. Um, but I'm. I, I don't have a Nirvana and I've never really needed it. There's always been better summoners that can go in my place. So I can't really, you know, talk from a lot of perspective, except the times I've been on summoner, it's been fine. Not having it. Uh, having job points is probably more important overall. I mean, it's much more, it's important. a huge DPS boost at AM three. If you have Nirvana, no AM three doesn't really matter. I mean, it yeah. does. And I mean, you, even then you're, you're, you still want to make sure you're using the right blood packs with that AM three also. That's the hard part. But the thing that bothered me the most here is the first line hit 99 few months ago and got tons of decent gear for summoner and started working on my mythic. So amazing progress, dude. It's <laughs> it. <laughs> so to me, it sounds like they're a fresh 99 who has, unless they play a lot, no business making a mythic already. In my opinion, why? Unless your job is fully geared out and everything's all upgraded and everything like that to a reasonable level and you have enough experience, why are you running right to a mythic? I mean, I yeah. the stigma, yes, obviously. It's it's almost rhetorical to, for me to ask that because we know the answer, but right. don't do that, people. As for farming, they've moved away from that. It's all instance-based now. I mean, there's no there's no camping Jaggedy or Jack anymore, so... <laughs> It's it's not. I mean, the first thing I could think of is Tartarus plate mail, but you'd have to be murking that to people who care for a stupid vanity item that looks obviously one of the one of. The, I think it's one of the worst looking items in the game, Fox. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's the only cringe item that I can think of. Subligars are fine. Those are just goofy people being goofy, and some of the times they're they look pretty good sometimes. Right. But I mean, the Tartarus plate mail is just straight up nin, you know, nerd cringe. Look how I have this hard to get item. Look at me and my obnoxious lock style is what I always see when I see that. I, I have it in a few lock styles, and it's really just because it's on theme for the lock style. It's not like around the Tartarus plate mail. But um, <laughs> honestly, it, it's like Tartarus plate mail looks really bad in like most cutscenes too. I don't know if people have ever done some of the cutscenes of this game with it on, but like your wings will just be like chilling somewhere on the screen. <laughs> it looks really bad that's funny it's just like off camera when there's someone else talking yeah dude like your wings are just like in like all the shots for in their reason. face yeah but you can't see the rest of your character it's just literally those wings are not coded well <laughs> um so what, what i'm concerned for for this person is kind of like a twofold it's like yeah i mean all the effort that you're putting into this alexandrite can be taking your summoner's decent gear to excellent gear 
Any other job? And then get another job. Another job that's also going to help you farm Alexandrite better. Like, there's a lot of options to go through. Like, it's a huge, it's a huge gill investment. Um, whether it's like, like the direct gill or if it's other things that you're farming in its place, like time is money to me. And then, well, I mean, there's the other part too that I'm worried about because if this person has decent gear and they get a Nirvana, sure they're they're going to join these groups, but then they're going to be Terra bad, and then no one's going to want to play with them. So then you have the experience of farming up all of this Alexandrite. And no one wanting to play with you. Yeah, you're you're not going to want to play this game afterwards. To me, it sounds like they're farming salvage as a summoner. I mean, they didn't say what they're farming it on, but that's what I said to me. It sounds like they're farming salvage as a summoner, and I'd rather die myself than do that. So, yeah. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That, right, did that even click at first too? Because that didn't click for me first either. No, it it didn't actually. I just kind of took it at face value because I yeah. always. Just assume because everyone has thief that they're just in there on thief or something. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> even I wonder if that was even asked anywhere in these in these like that. That's a good question. It's like the questions that weren't asked. <laughs> that probably should. Oh, been. I didn't even introduce the segment properly. Question we weren't asked, but we're going to answer anyway. Yeah, we're already we're already like balls deep in that bit. Well, it needs to be said. It's a very good segment title. It is a good segment title, and you know this this sort of thing does need to be act- answered properly. Because, like, all these people are, like, telling them to get Ambu. Cracking um, I, Even I mentioned Ambu. Someone said do yeah, Odyssey crack- Chess, which I thought was funny. Because <laughs> you pointed out. I yeah, didn't I, mean, see I guess. Yeah, Odyssey Chess is a good solo option for Gil. It's like, well, as a summoner. Do that. So. Yeah, right. Anyone good have luck. any living keys? A summoner can't seem to use them. What's going wrong? That's be the next thread. Why can't I use living keys on summoner? Also, like, the very next one is from somebody... You posted like two days ago, join a good LS that does Dynadine splits profits. Now, I want to know what server they're on because as of two days ago, like Dynadine currency is like absolute garbage and probably not worth people's time to farm. Well, it's like 700k for a metal still, but as a big group, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it went from like 2.2 during a reasonable time frame, like all the way down to like seven, 800k for that same Kindred's metal. It's oh, still wow. like a gross loss. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, uh, I guess you could sell like, you know, AF pieces or relic pieces that drop too. Yeah, but even those will go down know. in price. But I mean, it, yeah, and I mean it's never wrong to try to farm. Like, if this is the only thing they have they have available, then you know go for it. Uh, Summoner has a place in Dynasty. You just have to do what the group tells you to do. Um, but I, I do like that. Like a lot of this like tells them to group up with people, and I think that's what this person really needs. Like, sure, they may have read something somewhere. Just join a stream. Saying, hey, well, just join something because they they've they've clearly read somewhere that they need to do summoner and they're waiting to be able to be accepted by people uh, you know, they're behind the curve because they're, they're coming after the that, party's ending here and summoner is kind of dead for anything that's not people trying to cheese yeah. increasingly easy Ryzenjima helms yeah the, the problem is, is that summoner was kind of like the thing for so long that um, when you look for like strats and ffxi you end up seeing stuff about summoner but people who don't pay attention to how long ago that was will find yeah. that and the problem is, is that this game isn't written about much. So, like, the person's at least trying to do their homework somewhat, but they don't really know, you know, where the state of the game is. And, yeah, I mean, you can probably do a lot better than some of They could have posted that, too. Ooh. Yeah. And the problem is, they, too, if you ask, I keep cutting you off about trying to, but if you ask what the state of the game is on Reddit, you're going to get a million of these fucking things. Like, this one guy who, the first, the guy's answer to this guy's question was, you're going to get past the Alex phase, and then Zenny and Trials, and eventually you'll hit the 10k by Tetsu phase. Jump to farming by Tetsu now. <laughs> it's like, he's got uh, enough, he's got enough problems. That, that's usually, I do Leviathan Prime, Hydra Battlefield on VD. I, I see what's going on. But here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get... <laughs> 
that if you ask the state of the game, you're going to get this clown, regular Richard, which is even funnier because now he's a Richard Cranium. Regular mm, Richard. Uh, look, normal normal Dick here can probably approach VD. <laughs> I'm sure he's just like swimming in VD, right? Uh, he's, but, he's swimming in the Baitetsu. Farm it now. Yeah, but here, here's, the, here's the thing. Like, it's not a realistic answer towards someone who's new. I mean, just because this guy bought up a bunch of gear somehow on his summoner does not mean that he's going to be able to do Leviathan Prime on VD. Like, I answered a question for someone in the LS today who was like trying to farm Rems Tails, and they were like really upset that, you know, Sparks didn't convert to Rems or, or that like there was a cap on Sparks, so they couldn't just like buy all their Rems with Sparks. And I was like, just, just do. Hydro battlefields. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to really occur to them, and and they're and they're like, well, how do you bypass the game? It's not supposed to just be. I don't have to do any content because I could use sparks. That's not what it's supposed to be for. It's supposed to help you in being convenient. I'm not the only answer. I explain to them that they can do it on summoner, like what the trust setup needs to be, and kind of your mindset on how to approach it. And you know, they finally settled for you know end runs, and end runs are good enough for farming rems. Like quick, but but the the thing is, is. This this person has been around longer than this guy. This guy in this post is is, um, is kind of like making it seem like. So I couldn't imagine trying to tell someone in this post to do VD when so, when I just had to have someone else settle on N because they they couldn't do anything higher than and N. You know, like they're gonna get really frustrated trying to farm this Bitetsu on N. I don't know if I put in the one to nineteen one nineteen or something, but I know I said somewhere at some point. I don't know if I wrote it in a guide or something, but at some point I said that N is plenty good for a new player to do. Maybe it was the return to Vaughn or something. I don't know. Uh, N was plenty yeah. good for anyone, and you will get progress, and it will not be too challenging. And just do N if you have to. Don't push D if you're dying or something. Yeah, I. It's just like towards ten k. Tetsu, like you're often going to get single rocks and you're not going to get like a case unless there's like an event going on and then you get a higher chance of getting a case, but you're not going to get any boxes. So, I mean, there's a, there's going to be a difference. Like, yeah, you can make some progress on that, but I mean, you're pro- probably better off trying to turn around and sell that Tetsu, and this is not really like a 10k goal sort of thing. Did you see what this Rip Stratsto guy said? Uh, besides Ambuscade, sell everything there. Uh, it's, it's almost like I enjoy some of these responses for how people's idiosyncrasies are so ridiculous to me. Oh, also, maximize the auction house every night before bed. Make sure you have those seven slots stacked. Here's a pro tip for a noob. Copper ingots. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just I mean, bad. <laughs> I know it's Reddit, but go on. I guess. Sheep I guess leather. I know I put some of that shit too in the, in the one of my team because you have to, but I didn't just put one item. Copper ingots. That's it. That's it. That's it, guys. That's all you need. Honestly, I would say copper sheets is probably better, but I'd have to double check the AH. And a lot of that's because like crafters are too lazy to want to do the uh, intermediate stage of a lot of these scents. So a lot of times you you can just mark these up just because people would rather just buy them. I used to make a killing on dark steel sheets. Uh, dark steel sheets are tricky. I still do them on my mule like maybe once a month or two because I'm really not on enough to get a bunch of items. But I get them from the Mog Garden, which is why I always tell people do the Mog Garden, and the ingots are still 200k a stack, so it's not a really much of what to do to get your smithing up to 50-something and make this money that helps yeah. over time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's been the best option for me, and I'm a, I'm a cloth crafter. Mog Gardens, yeah, my cloth crafter meal is the one that does it. Mog Garden's free. Stupid garbage cloth craft. <laughs> it's got but yeah like honestly like the advice <laughs> of like going for kraken club is is not bad because yeah. like you aren't really using your seals on a lot of other things like sure you might use it. them for sacred yeah you can use summoner um you can use summoner i mean it's not hard to take you're a black mage for it even i use my pup for it that's fair 
we go in an overdrive? No, you don't even have to. If you use the right attachments, your puppet will never die. Oh. Yeah, I just I just gravity kited on Black Mage and nuke it to death. Don't even have to use an automaton oil. Just the auto regen with uh, enough uh, armor plate slash uh, the shield blocking, whatever the fuck it's called, escapes my mind at this moment. That uh, yes. that that just keeps you alive enough with light maneuver and a earth maneuver. Maybe I should do it that way if I start feeling real lazy. And you can just kind of like just type on a guide or something in your screen as you do or something on the other side while you just keep the maneuvers up and don't pay attention. Yeah. But I mean, it's not realistic. They're going to get the Kraken club drop anyway, but what they can do though, is they can NPC the, um, all the ox bloods and stuff, or even just sell the ox bloods, like depending on their state of the AH and a Philomoth stole. Yeah. And all those little things, um, they, they add up and, and what really gets new people is all the nickel and dime expenses. Like when they have to get food, it's a, scrolls food yeah like consumables um that really hurts people who don't know how to make gil because it's like a constant cancer on your gil and it really starts to add up oh you know what i really appreciate about our blue mage farming is we get to the end all the time with it always and get you know five six seven eight hundred k with it yeah yeah that, that's that's intentional like i just like to make sure people get some kind of payout pug groups never go to the end ever which is it's, it's free gil usually like you, you usually make enough in segments to perpetuate your runs anyway. Like all of our runs are net positive at the moment. Um, I mean, I'd like more to upgrade some tier one, two items and not have to, you know, right. but, but it gets there eventually. Yeah. I don't know. I've been actually considering using like the extra one um, to farm an extra run and then do, do like a lower tier boss or something. I've been considering to, getting just like to be hides to with it. Oh, that's gross. I need fucking hides, man. I would, I would rather I need hides, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, what, what? Imagine like rolling in and like joking, joking like Sholby. <laughs> I've considered it actually. Oh, that sounds gross to me. It's not great to solo farm it with just meleeing. It sucks. It's like, supposed if you have a bar to help you or something, it's great. But if you're just a one solo guy, it kind of sucks. Maybe I should look into it, and if I can get the group like at least five k uh, segments in there, like just overpowering Sholby. Well, what we have to do is just go to the top and go down. And ignore, I mean, you have to ignore the ending. It depends. If we're cool joking, we wouldn't have to, but those hides, man, need the cape, the ring, all that shit. Cloak? Yeah. I've been feeling the hides thing. Uh, I definitely, there's definitely more things that I want to upgrade. I just haven't really felt like buying hides. I feel like the only reason they aren't through the roof, and they're higher than they used to be, for sure, they actually look like they're approaching 20k, is that people are using their thief mules and dual boxes and everything to just run in there and key stuff and leave. That's kind of smart. Touch the end, you get large box. Oh no, you only get large boxes for every mimic you kill. Yeah, no, uh, they they're just using keys and probably to cowling and cheating and stuff. But they're still, I think people are just going on thief mules. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense if they aren't doing anything else with it. But yeah, there's there's lots of ways to make gill. This guy is just focusing on the wrong thing, though. Um, some of the advice in here is good, but I mean, when you read up on this stuff, you really have to kind of keep in scope like where this player is coming from. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think what's going to solve his problem is just being more well-rounded so more groups can play with him so they can kind of get used to this dude's character and what this dude's character needs going forward because it's not something he's going to be able to do by himself. And I like how they said that if they, you know, they really like this, they go from the Kraken Club, Farming Ray Drops, they go, can get you enough to make two Mythics, I guess. Or how about, you know, just gear some jobs. Yeah. You know, the reason they can't sell those oxbloods in the auction house is it's full of copper ingots now, so they're they're kind of stuck. They got NPC them. That's rough. It's rough. Honestly, I just, I just NPC them. I NPC them too. I don't got room for that shit. It's like two, three K more in the auction house. Like maybe six. It's not worth it. Just NPC it. But 
I mean, with, with a new player, though, a lot of times it really goes unnoticed how many login points you have, and you can convert those directly to Beastman Seals. There's nothing else, really. I mean, even if you buy a, a Shank, you, there's no... A savory skank you can hold one of unless you keep depoxing to yourself and you have these infinite savory skanks clogging inventory up until you're trying to find one buyer and they always want to pay like nothing for it. Right. So just get or you have to sales. AFK overnight out at Behemoth and just get that frustrated person. Frustrated. I don't know. Way, way better ways to do it. Just kind of getting some consistent gill and some play experience killing a BC60. I guess. I guess. So. But yeah. Um, do you want to move on to the, the last one? Or at least that I could consider. Well, what actually, was, there's what, two, but... What was the last one? Well, we have someone to respond to and discuss oh, yeah. my behavior. Oh, boy. I think it's important. I wanted to do it at the start of the podcast, but I think it's better to do it towards the end here because then it sets the tone, and then I keep making remarks, and then, you know, I don't let That's it go because I don't let things go. All right, man. Go for it. So, recently, as people may remember, I don't know... I didn't listen, even though he timestamped me to it, so while he has something to verify, I called Simon Says an asshole, because he is an asshole. And there was a storm. I See, I knew it was going to happen, because he joined before the last episode was released, and I kind of had my, to my chagrin there, I go, oh, he's going to see me call him an asshole if I release this and don't edit it. So of course I didn't edit it, because why would I do that? I said it, I meant it, there you go. And it became this whole big comment thread here of no one is. A, I don't know if anyone ever gets discouraged from commenting because they see this storm of, shall we say, drama. And, you know, but hopefully it doesn't discourage anyone. But only the only comments for the Relic video here are all Bartek, a.k.a. Simon Says. And I believe this means we had to address my behavior. At least Fox didn't ask to. I asked to because it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of relevant. And there's also stuff to respond to here, like Armageddon. I mean, we do ask for feedback, and we do like to talk to people, so we can't have someone give us legitimate feedback here. And also, I have to offer a correction before we even go into that. I did make the mistake about looking at Aftermath for a Relic and look at the old values, and it didn't even occur to me, because Relics suck. They don't all suck. We went over that last time. Uh, <laughs> that the Aftermath was improved like every other fucking Aftermath in the game. And it's like three yeah. minutes now at 3K. So it's like a minute each level now, which still sucks. A minute for, I, a minute sucks, but something at least. You can use it. I least. remember you saying that too. And, I, and like I was going to I was gonna correct you and then like more conversation happened. I so thought I you would. More I was even more surprised. Yeah, like it would have completely ruined the flow to be like, wait, wait, aftermath. Like, yeah, it bugged me and it, it still did bug me, but it's whatever. It got corrected in comments, I guess. Well, I'd rather have you correct in the episode so not to have a comment about it. Because then, you know, guess, yeah. it becomes a single focus. So Spicy doesn't even know how long after mid. Well, of course, I made a mistake. Well, okay, so here's where here's where people won't like my, my take on what's going on here. Like, some people just have nothing better to do than to follow you around and nitpick everything you say. He's not following. And honestly, he just happens honestly, to be checking people out need, People just need to have thicker skin. Well, I mean, he did get called an asshole, and he has that whole gripe mm -hmm. that, you know, people who... I don't want to characterize him and make it worse, but certain people have a thing where if they're attacked in a venue they can't defend themselves in, as he complained about. Which, that's a fair that's a fair statement. You can complain about not being able to defend yourself, and I can say I don't care because it happens all the time, and I don't care when it happens to me. For example, uh, 
you know, also someone complained I didn't say it by name because his name's not worth saying because I think he's a piece of shit. Ejin and Dan Power were sitting, shitting on our podcast and their stream, and I don't, I don't like pop in there and go, hey, I couldn't defend my, I don't care. I don't, you know, yeah. I enjoy what we do. They can hate it. That's fine. But I don't, I, I don't I go, also care less. I don't go, oh, I didn't get to defend myself. Okay, great. I'm not special enough to need to defend myself. I'm not, you know, who, who am I to say I am entitled to a defense here? This isn't a law, uh, a lawsuit here. There's no entitled defense. Honestly, opinions come like this, like from a place usually. Like normally it's not just like a random sort of thing where it's like, you know what? I'm going to spite this dude today. Like honestly, these kind of opinions generally come from somewhere so i mean take whatever criticism that was be it someone calling you an asshole or whatever with the grain of salt turn that lens inward and kind of figure out why maybe someone has that opinion of you maybe well, I, it I, wouldn't I occur either way it's pretty dumb because we're going to get into it here in a second when i point out this armageddon thing so do you want to address the should i just read the whole comment here armageddon is awesomeness for ranger first of all it has sure. the highest white damage in game among all jobs you can do 20k plus crits if you proc am3 on double shot and that happens frequently in parentheses during double shot and it's so high that you don't need to weapon skill at all because weapon skilling actually drop down your dps second if you won't pull hate because you can simply use decoy shot and all enmity read more from your shot is transferred to person to the per uh, just two person between you and your target which would be your tank as if that always lines up perfectly okay so not only you do hateless damage, but you also pumping huge hate onto tank. Decoy shot doesn't have 100% uptime, but three minutes with five minute cooldown is enough for most fight. And you will most likely have core with you that will use random deal to reset double slash triple shot anyway. So we'll also reset decoy shot usually. That was a bit tough. Oh, okay. So here's the, here's the problem with people who live in spreadsheet land. Um, these situations <laughs> oh, don't come up nearly as long as or these. These situations don't come up nearly as often as people claim they do. Yes, I have a ranger. I have the type of ranger that he's talking about. Um, I use Arma. Um, honestly, you can generally do do better with a foam um, or even an annihilator. Um, yes, your triple damage does proc, but you don't do twenty k on all content. Nobody does. Like you can just get over yourself there. I mean, I'm sure it says that on your spreadsheet, but you can't apply that to all situations. Um, now, the triple damage absolutely procs all the time. Um, it's a really high rate, the same rate that all the Empyrean weapons have at 3k. But you still are going to want to use weapon skills, because your weapon skills are going to do more than 20k damage with an Armageddon. So I, I don't really know what the dude's getting at. Um, I would try to summon some context to a lot of the situations. Um, I'm sure that there will be some sort of like thing where it's like, well, I was in Dynamis and this occurred. Um, I was in perfect true shot range with PDF cap. My group has it happen every time, etc. My yeah, my group has it happen every yeah. I'm 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 sure that's the case, dude. Um, there's a lot of ranges where that isn't the case, and I'm sure that they're actually like telling the truth. Um, I, I can see these these criticisms are, are only exist because you're trying to talk in like best in slot absolutes. Um, I just I'm best, I'm, I'm putting specific best in things. Slot. Yeah, but th this is this is the trend though. Um, I'm putting best in slot in his mouth because he's making it assume like if you don't even need to weapon skill, then obviously this is the gun of choice, right? Because then you can plant all your hate somewhere else. It's already spinning, spinning the idea that, you know, this is this is a best in slot situation without having to say it. Excellent. Great job. You're a wordsmith. Um, it doesn't happen, though. I mean, 10K is pretty common. Yeah, even 14K is pretty common. But I mean, 
I, honestly, it's uncommon. Like 20k though, you must have like very specific buffs on yourself, and I'm wondering what the rest of your group is doing. See, there's uh, no context too, because to say you can do 20k crits, it go okay. What are your buffs? What are you fighting? What's going on? I mean, just to say 20k crits. I mean, it's trying to emphasize his point, but it actually goes against his point because you need to add context to something. Otherwise, you're speaking in almost absolutes when you know they're not absolutes. Yeah. I can care less. Better. I could care less if someone like if someone comes out and contradicts something that I say or something like that. It's like, oh, well, I said Armageddon was medium. Well, it's medium compared to the vast overall play of Ranger. You know, I'm being very generic on purpose. But when you come out and say things like that and it's contextless, it actually does a huge detriment to the rest of the community who's looking at it because then they're like well you know maybe i'll try to get my ranger to do that and maybe they're allocating resources try to trying to make their ranger do that that they could have put somewhere else or something they're more interested in um it paints the wrong idea of how to uh, use a ranger when you bring it to groups um if if someone with a real smooth brain is building a group and they're like well i heard that ranger can do 20k crits all the time with arma let's apply it to XCOM. i'm gonna go make and, it i'm tired yeah, of farming or, or even even just building the group saying i'm gonna go ahead and and apply it to this content, and then it just doesn't perform like that, like most ambuscades, then, um, you, you know, you're, you're running into a problem where, where the people are looking up to you to have all your little spreadsheet answers, but they're not applying to anything realistic that these people are doing, and that's the problem. So That's where I my problem mean, started. I don't mean to shit all over your day, dude, um, by, by providing any kind of feedback this way, but this is the problem with the overall population of this game at large they take an idea they get spouted off like this and they try to apply it to far too many things that aren't isn't relevant and it makes people bad so i get pissed off when i see people perpetuating a bunch of ridiculous stuff that they say occurs but they don't really give us like the way it occurs which is most important for people trying to learn how to do this sort of thing so i want to say that you mirror my sentiment rather not not entirely it's exact but i i add a little more hate in there but then it would just look like I'm having you defend me, and I can obviously add oh. my own. I want actually. I have to say what my problems are now. But okay. well, I mean, I'm the reason this happened. I, I bring it up. We'll get into my behavior here in a second. We still haven't gotten to that. For anyone wondering, we're going to get to that. <laughs> my behavior. Well, it, it, there's a pattern here. If we haven't noticed, oh my god. Well, there All is right. there is ruse. We have to, you know. So. I, I'm not going to pick in the broken English because English isn't their first language. I, I will laugh here when I say this. So here's what I said to All-Star. We only had two lines to each other when this happened. They exchanged. I said, Simon is making a scene in the comments section about me calling him an asshole on the podcast as, quote, slender. So slender man. I, I, I have to pick on that because it's, it's too good to say. Because it happened multiple times. I was saying slender. So my insults are making him thinner. Um, but All-Star says right away, I guess the right heart of it. He makes a scene anywhere you go and make a comment about him. I go, there's other places or just in general? And they go, in general. And yeah, so that's that's the thing in general. So I didn't have a problem with Simon for the longest time, but the longer they kept popping up, the more of a problem I had until I got to the point where this guy's an asshole. So when you have things on Auction House like All-Star confronting Simon about the exact things we're talking about, or you're talking about in this case. I didn't say anything about Arma because I don't have the information or background or experience to make those assertions or or talk about it in that way. However, um, when I see it's in the Blue Mage thread, the Ninja thread, every thread, Simon Thief, I'm not going to mention the Mandao. Thief, because that happens. Mandao's a mistake. It's an honest mistake. That happens. I'm not going to pick on you for honest mistakes. I obviously make them too. Aftermath. 
But when you keep popping up, and you seem to have this propensity to want to swing your dick around and say you know, and to tell everyone else that you know, because spreadsheet, and that forever it was things like Blue Mage. Someone goes, uh, you know, essentially, or even if it wasn't Blue Mage, it was something like that. Can I see your spreadsheet? And it goes, oh, well, actually, it was Blue Mage. Oh, can I see your spreadsheet? Oh, well, it's just a personal thing. Or, or oh, well, it's not a spreadsheet. It's napkin math I have in this certain way where I can't share it because it's not shareable or it's not editable or this and that. And then finally, after all this time, he's gotten into the spreadsheets and, and mucking around in there. And it's still, it comes into something with All-Star where he puts in the same exact, All-Star puts in the same exact things that is listed as Simon when he's on Simon for the criteria, for the context in this statement, in this, in this instance, because the context always matters, puts in the same exact things and yep. gets different results than Simon. And then it becomes a big argument and debate, which I'm sure someone could dig up on auction house. It's there. And that's a running pattern of, I know better, then you confront them on it. And then I, I have so many messages from All Star of, you know, this idiot doesn't know how skill chains works. And then they have a thing about skill chains. And suddenly Simon keeps talking about skill chains more than when he never talked about it in the past. You know, it's just a never ending theme of setting people down. He has the propensity to do good, but his ego and personality are setting him in a way that I find him detrimental to the community. So, yes, I bring people like that into here because I have a problem with things that I see as problems to the overall, you know, well-being of things. So... I make a scene and I have a problem with it and people don't like drama or this or that, but uh, you can lay back all you want. If you see a problem in, some, in life and you don't want it to be that way, why would you roll over? Of course. So I say something. Do I say it the best? No, I'm not an eloquent <laughs> poet. I don't, I don't have this way. You are with also words. an asshole, I guess. I am an asshole. And that's why I have no problem dealing with assholes because I understand what it is to be an asshole. So, I mean, I don't think everyone always understands what it is to be an asshole. They just write it off or say that person's X, Y, Z, or, or you have to actually really understand what it is to be an asshole. And I just laugh because it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. I mean, like, it doesn't. But this is, this is so dumb. It is dumb. But we're going to get to my behavior here in like 10 seconds. All right. All right. Yes. But this has the effect of people see this, it turns them off, this or that. And if the stated goal is to build a community, Ruse complained last time where I said something about him and I said I'd listen to it and never did because it wasn't worth my time. Even though It's not that the exchange isn't worth my time. I'm happy to have the exchange. It's that going back to see if what I said was the case isn't it's worth it's not. It's not that it's exhausting. It's tiresome, but it's, it's not worth the time. I explained... Even if you have to do it all the time, though, dude. Yeah, well, you know... But yes, if I say something, there's a difference between calling Simon an asshole and saying something in passing. Or, you know, if I said, I said something about Ruse or something, I have to pull it up, don't I? I mean, I guess so. Um, only listen to the very end of the latest episode on the second pass, as in they listen to... I always understand people listen to us so many times. I'm sorry people listen to us so many times. Okay. Did you call me a jerk who doesn't know the definition of hypocrisy? <laughs> Which sounds like something I'd say. Because it came Sounds up, like I would say. It came, yes, it's something you said, and then I repeated it. But you wouldn't have repeated it on the podcast. That's no. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have called anyone a jerk, though. I would have just like I had the jerk part. You didn't know the definition of hypocrisy, which is probably true, but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember the the whole context. Um, it was it was over the 
It was just there's been so much lately. <laughs> I remember yeah, I'd the discussion. Things head on, I guess. But I mean, yeah. I don't really see we, we can't we can't spend the whole episode doing it, obviously. But yeah, I, I stated that there's a difference between I say you know X person is X, and you know if I despise you and your personal character, it's different. Uh, you know, if I have no opinion of you, like I have no opinion of Ruse, I don't know the guy. I'm sure I'm glad that he's Pretty part much. of this. And I'm glad that he actually spoke up and said something. If you have a problem, say something. That's how it works in life. If you're uncomfortable, say something. It's that simple. I'm not here to make you uncomfortable unless I don't care because I have a problem and I'm just going to do it to make you uncomfortable. But I don't have a problem with you. <laughs> All right. These are the hard truths. I sound like an even bigger asshole when I say that. But so Your behavior is unacceptable. The point is, if the point is to build a community, and I think Ruse even said this goes against my state of objective, and I don't want to alienate people with this behavior, even though it's my behavior. I'm not a different person. You, you know, you can handle it like an adult, which Ruse is doing in this case, or you can whine that you're being slendered without the ability to defend yourself, as <laughs> if that's special, um, which is not adult-like. It's more of bruised ego lashing out to make someone else look bad. Because even in here, too, it was Simon Jumps right to... People send me messages about you. Yeah, I have. I mean, I have people writing to me about you and how you slender people publicly all the time. And Spicy's actively talking to me right now about that fact. And honestly, who cares? Yeah, so I don't want I enjoy the community we have here within the community. I enjoy our discord. It's it's overall a very, I would say, happy place. I think it's happier. Yeah, for sure. It's active for sure. And I enjoy it. And it's it's helpful. It's constructive. But not everything is going to be everyone's liking 100% of the time. Yeah. And on that note, I actually want to say something about like interactions that I've had on the Discord recently, especially in like the help form. So on the help channel, like if people ask for help, I'm going to give you the answer that's actually going to help you. And sometimes you're not going to like that answer because maybe it goes against, you know, what how you believe you're playing a game or otherwise. But it it's it's entirely there because it will make you better. Um, I'm I'm not here to make you feel good about tough love. the answer. It, it basically, yeah, it's all tough love. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you the answer that's going to help you out. If it insinuates something, it's not intended to, but maybe there's a reason you feel that it is insinuating something. So honestly, I think more people would just benefit from getting thick skin, analyzing something for what it is, and then trying to maybe apply it because someone is trying to actively help you. Like, if I didn't like you, I just wouldn't say anything. It'd be that easy. I don't care if you get any better. And I'm I'm but, sure some of the things I say sound narcissistic sometimes, but there is a level of yeah. narcissism to every person. How much you embrace that is a different matter. I try not to because I don't I truly don't ideologically think that way. And yeah, I'm cutting you off, am I? But it's just it's fine. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean like like you're you were talking about the whole like Simon says and being an asshole thing. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll reiterate. There's a reason why people would think that you're an asshole. They just don't just say evaluate it. that. They just yeah. don't oh, say I mean, whether they say it or not or, or whatever, like I'm not worried about any kind of backlash from this dude. If, if he thinks I'm calling him an asshole right now, like clearly there's some kind of basis for why this occurred. Find out why that is. And maybe this is like a way to improve yourself by being less of one later. But obviously someone thinks you're this way for a reason. So just try to apply that don't. with a grain of salt. Be an adult. Grow some thicker skin. And maybe try to positively contribute to people. I don't know. It's not a matter of thicker skin always. It's a matter of understanding why you're upset about something and what, what it upsets you for and confronting that reason. Right. So if you think that you're the keeper of the spreadsheet and have the answers and you're a great player who knows the optimal way to do everything 
and someone says shit about you that you don't like and you get upset about it, well, maybe you should confront why your ego is fragile enough that those things upset you to the point where you have to have like a 10 comment response about someone slundering you and, and try to make them look worse as a way to make yourself feel superior. So you have to address why you want to look superior, why you have a problem handling criticism. It's not just, it's not, it's, uh, the problem I have too is people play it off in a way because they know they're doing it publicly and they're playing it off in a way where they go, I'm just trying to say that I'm trying to address why someone's speaking negative of me. And then they switch that I'm speaking in my defense to a low key putting the person down while trying to promote themselves as just a matter of, well, don't do that to me. I know people say you're terrible and everything, but I want to defend myself, you know? So it turned into this low key trying to act sly and suave when you're really not kind of thing. And it just makes me think you're more of an asshole. So yes, Simon, you're an asshole. Next thing. Okay. Seems good. Did you, did you finish saying what you were saying about, interactions recently to discord that i mean honestly like that's how my help is gonna appear though is um if if you're asking a question i'm going to give you the most concise answer that will help you the most um if it sounds like i'm talking down to you then maybe that's because there's a reason for it not necessarily that that's actually what's taking place but the reason you think that's taking place could be that maybe you realize what is actually wrong and you don't like it i i don't know but I'm not going to sugarcoat things because that doesn't do anyone any good. Like sometimes people have to be, have to be pushed to do better because it's the only way they'll learn. See, I'm more all. sensitive than Fox when it comes to people's feelings. Much more sensitive. Oh yes. I, I try to really be more sensitive and tuned to that person's feelings. And like, for instance, with the Rouge, you're like, I don't, I don't even want to deal with that. I don't care. But you know, I, I'm a little sensitive to how they feel. I can see that they're speaking out for a reason. So it's like, eh. but yeah, you're not, sensitive about it therefore when you say something like whatever you said that upset the person i'm gonna make up something here you don't need to um you know you're not doing it because you want to hurt the person's feelings or don't care about their no feelings it's just not important to you because it's not part of the conversation in your mind and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. it's just not taking extra things into the the equation to, to to muck up the works yeah your your feelings are not coming into play for me i'm simply solving your problem that's exactly correct so this is either going to be a great podcast of how we have a dynamic of me talking over you, or it's going to be the worst <laughs> podcast, need a topic, this is bullshit, why are you talking shit about people? Well, I mean, shit, shit talking apparently happens. It does. Um, I usually don't follow it. You, usually, like people won't hear me saying anything about this sort of thing going on. Um, I'll call things as it is, but you know, occasionally you just kind of have to deal with it. And if things get wound up, then, well, it's better to like say something just outright then to just let it fester so yes and but then again you know what good does that do me because i spent two years saying things outright to somebody and they Ooh. still didn't learn but it is what it is <laughs> uh i think i'm taking that the right way but i don't yeah. want to well it's all honesty why can't you keep my name out of your mouth on the podcast he's another person's upset i'm not saying anybody's name but if it applies to you you'll know i think that individual is currently mad at me and that's fine well, well you know it's part of life. Thicker skin. Well, I don't think thicker skin's purely the answer. Especially if that was the case, then trolling and things wouldn't be the way it is on the game. But true. I I mean that's the way I see it because I just don't care about trolling. To me, you feel free. I have different. You can form, try. I have different forms of conflict here. There's not liking you and not wanting to eat at the same table with you, but still wanting to see you eat. 
and there is not liking you and wanting to see you starve in a slow, painful death. And people tend to conflate the two issues there of, you know, thinking that because we're not eating at the same table that I must hate you or something. It's like, no, I just just eat at that table over there. I still like you. I still want the good things for you. Just we'll eat at different tables. <laughs> and and purely wanting someone gone, you know. Yeah, you can't be bros with everybody. Even when you want to be. And the thing is, is like a, a lot of people will hear a lot more from the people who, like us who are like saying something on the internet. It's out there for everybody to hear. Maybe it relates with some of the ideas that are like going around in people's heads. And a lot of times people get the wrong idea um, about the relationship that they have with these people they're listening to. It's, it's, it's a common sort of thing. Um, it doesn't mean like we don't like you. Just We just literally don't know you. And sometimes this sort of thing comes up and it's like, well, great you, but you know, we don't. We, we don't mean anything negative by like being dismissive or anything like that. It's like, Hey, I, I don't know you well enough to hate you. Like, let's just put it that way. That's how I feel. If I don't know the person, yeah. all the tells I get all the time about things. Thank you. Me. It's like, yes, I understand. I understand. Okay. I get it. But we don't have a relationship and there's no substance of conversation here outside of this. So what do you want from me? And then I have to do damage control because I express my outrage towards certain people. And my uh, discontent is more of a word. It's not outrage. I'm not angry. I'm just discontent with their behavior. And it causes a whole thing of, you know, I have to do damage control of actually putting this in context for people of how it works for me because they just tend to get bent out of shape and it becomes a thing of the number one thing I hear is, oh, I heard all these things about you, but you seem like an okay guy. Yeah, because I'm reasonable, but I say things people don't like. Yeah, pretty much. But I appreciate that doesn't give you a huge turnoff. No, no, I it's just part of life. Like I can't, I, I can't say for people that have a thick skin if like I, this sort of thing would, would, would turn me off to anything because I that would mean that this would get to me too. Like, it's just another thing that happens. I may not fully understand why it occurs to people that these sort of things need to happen, but that's cool. I'm not everybody. I can just like state my case as to why I think it's asinine. And I guess people can get over it or people can dislike me, but that's really their opinion to formulate. It doesn't really weigh much on my day. Because I had considered to myself, because I thought about having this topic come up, and this is a good episode for it to come up, especially because it's yeah. right after the previous where this happened. It's been happening a little bit prior with the uh, the Bruce thing. That was right before this one too. So still fresh. And I thought to myself while I'm working, I'm like, so do I have to just not speak as much? And do I have to kind of put myself in this pedestal where I behave in a more, I don't want to say professional, but respectable, more of a keep it private, don't share things in the open kind of guy where I don't say what comes to my mind. I don't speak negatively about anyone. I don't try to make anyone feel alienated. I, I have to put on a second persona here over mm -hmm. my normal persona. What, could I do that? Would I be happy doing, you know, those are the things I start thinking about. And it's like, you know, I don't want to, cause this is a podcast that is two guys talking about the game. And it is not, it's not PBS where it's a guide of <laughs> education and you don't want those extra. You now part of both of our personalities are deeply entwined in this. And it's part of what makes this it. So to have me change who I am to better, include people or to alienate less people i think part of the filter we have of both of our answers and personas getting a certain type of person in the discord based on how we act behave think and what people expect and whether they're going to join or not and there's a lot of people just lurking that's cool uh, happy to have you lurk but 
Uh, I think that's also contributing to a better pool of people that we personally want to have in our community. And there's going to be people that pop up that we're not going to want if their time goes on. And, you know, but I think that's actually by not pretending, by not just view farming and whoring ourselves out or wanting to be liked by everyone, we just, you know, do our thing and that's it. So I don't think there's anything wrong about saying something negative about somebody. I can't take it over. You're pointing out, well, I mean, I mean, you're, you're pointing out a, a point of weakness that you can observe and you're bringing it to their attention by doing so. So, I mean, that person can, can either analyze it and get better or they can ignore it and get butt hurt. It's really up to them, right? But um, what I typically try to do, and if you notice this with the way I phrase a lot of my answers, is that I'll, I'll keep it positive by explaining the situation at hand and making it so that someone can actually learn something from what's occurring. Um, like, like just what I was saying earlier, about just giving yourself some reflection when someone calls you an asshole just like it's a good tip for life honestly but i mean the the way i try to stay positive though is i just try to make sure that people can benefit from even the negative things in some way because life isn't all about positives you'd be you'd be insane to think that you can live in a a happy sugar life or something and just have it just be nothing but but sunshine and rainbows like it's just not possible so take the negatives in stride Try to make sure that it's always a beneficial conversation when possible. And, you know, hopefully something will come out of it. Like senseless trolling just to get your jollies just means you have something deeper going on in your head that maybe you should have addressed. I, I, I don't know. My enigmatic nature leads to an exchange that I have with people that is very <laughs> often deeply disappointing in how it's never working out the correct way. Not that I want it to, but I'll often share how I feel about something. Or ask a question to see someone's answer, and I will continue the conversation or not based on their answer. Often it's not something that I like or care about. I'll ask a random question that makes no sense to someone, and the answer I get will either determine if we're going to continue the conversation or not, and usually we don't continue the conversation, whether it's real life or in the game. So yep. I tend to do that, or I'll express my feelings and you know communicate that to the person, like, I think you're an asshole. But, and I say it with hate generally. But what I want after that point is to have a conversation based on their their statements. So when I do that, based on how you speak to me after that, will determine if I'm going to basically just tell you to fuck yourself in various ways, like I did with Simon. <laughs> you know, where I just say, you know, whatever. You know, in different ways that keeps the person going, and it's it's, it's a form of not caring if the conversation goes on. But if it is, we're gonna, I'm just gonna slow key troll to keep make you say stuff that's stupid or keep making you say the same thing or not care or just basically say stop and you'll keep going anyway. But I, I do have a backwards way of going through it that when it's fulfilling, it's really good, but it's often not because I'm not setting it up in the proper way where yes, I could make it more positive, as you said, and, and frame it in a helpful way. And that would alleviate my entire image probably. But <laughs> I just don't, it's not, it's not me. I don't know why. It's just not, it's not me. you. Not for me. I, I got a weird way of doing things. Yeah, sometimes it won't be. And I mean, it's not saying that the negative thing doesn't exist either. Like it clearly does. I mean, I just, that's just how I approach things is I, I just try to make sure it can benefit somebody, I guess. Oh, because otherwise it's just a flaw and flaws should be fixed. Here's a great example. The one to Y19 guide where I say, we don't use those mentally defective terms here. Someone had to comment and say that they have several people who happen to have disabilities and they have to apologize before sharing the guide to them. I'm like, oh my God. But that's an example of the... <laughs> Did I bring that one up before? Specific humor not jiving with everybody? Yeah. Did I bring that one up before on the podcast where someone wrote me a, I, a diatribe? I, I think so. 
but I don't think you went into the particulars. I think this is the first time we got the, like the particulars of it. And I mean, yeah, that's that's probably not the best way to phrase that, honestly. But, I didn't say retarded. I, I mean, I said mentally defective. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say you're, you're, you're a right. fucking you're right. retard for saying guild or tune, which is what I wanted to say. You're a fucking retard. And it's not like uh, it's a true statement. It's just an opinion of contempt over something trivial, okay? It's not like I really care about the term. I just think it's fucking stupid. Fair. I mean, like, who's gonna change what you think? I mean, there has to be a compelling reason, right? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna do you. It's your personality. It's the same way I'm gonna do me. It's my personality. Like, people... Just it happened in February. Yeah. Yes, and the thing is, why is the player base so small? As in them saying, I'm the reason it's so small. This is some toxic language. Yeah, they said, this is some toxic language, and there's a lot to unpack with it, and I want to assume best intentions in your part, and I'm going to ask that you assume best intentions on mine. So when I hear that, already I'm done, because, fuck you, Snowflake, but I'm, I'm done at that point. Well... Here's the thing, like, I almost never have yells filtered, and I almost never see Spicy doing what people assume Spicy's doing. Like, yeah, he does that. Like, he's he's a troll and yells. It happens. But most of the time, it's it's like what I've observed in this com- uh, on this uh, this podcast. I, I've like, I've watched yells stream by while, while you're talking about this sort of thing, just because it's applicable. And these people have nothing to do with you right now. But man, they sure are going at each other. And it's not even like particularly good or juicy by anyone's standards. It's just people being awful internet people, I guess. It's not it's not understanding how to really It's definitely not your fault particularly though. Well <laughs> I do enjoy that's when the thing though, like when there's something going people, on that comes spice should, it up. Fair. I mean you're not helping, right? I'm an instigator. But at the same often. time, like you're not directly yeah, you're not directly the cause. You're not that important. No, I'm not. Exactly. So I don't know why these people just seem bored or something and they just feel like poking you. I, I don't know. People have problems with their feelings and they got to work those problems out. And I should know. That's right. Get those Heelys for their feelies. So let's move off this topic to probably our last one here. I'll round it out. Well, sure. I didn't think we'd have this much. To- I knew we'd have a lot to talk about. I kind of wish the last part of my behavior went a little less than it did, but it was, I kind of kept going with it because it's, <laughs> It's it. Hopefully that puts it to bed enough. I can't make people understand exactly how I work, but I think it's it's a nice example of you know everyone everyone goes like oh this guy makes such nice stuff why are you this way it's like well is it a matter of being the person you think I am or want me to be or how you envision someone helpful being or is it someone who lives the complexities of doing what they want, feeling the way they feel, and overall being someone you don't know when you try to put that person you imagine being a guide writer or a helpful person or uh, makes a video or pops in a stream or has been around for 15 years, etc. You know, how you vision that person versus how the person actually is. And a line I've always told random people when they send me tells is don't meet your heroes because it's it's true, you know. Let's say your hero was yeah. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> not not my hero, but I <laughs> And let's say it's like nineteen ninety nine and you think like no one is more amazing than Marilyn Manson. And then, you know, come twenty twenty one you see that there is a lawsuit filed for various things that sound really plausible. Now personally I'm still going to listen to the music because I do like the music. 
And I do like the rate the the writing and how creative words are used in certain ways. If you listen to the words and not just focus on the music, because that's part of the fun with him. He's very he's a wordsmith. But yeah, I mean, don't meet your heroes. And I'm not saying I'm equivalent in this case either, if that needs to be stated. But don't meet your heroes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but you can like separate separating things. I, that's something I do really well. Is that um, like I can appreciate something like that and like separate it from like who the person is because there's like part of it that I enjoy that's provided as a service and part of it that I have nothing to do with because I'm not in the person's everyday life. And I, I think people like should really learn to separate things more. Like you'll be, I can enjoy a more Harvey content. Weinstein like, should, movie and still think he's a piece of shit. So yeah, like, like you should separate it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't like look away from the fact that this stuff is going on. Cause like, I mean, in situations where like people are, are, are if someone is like proven to be that kind of criminal, then they should absolutely be punished for it. You know, whatever but like it shouldn't be ignored but you should be able to separate it and appreciate things for what they are though and i, I you kind of do yourself a disservice when you close yourself off to things uh, that you may enjoy because you find out something about it later that has nothing to do with it itself but can be you know something that maybe you don't agree with personally about their personal life and you know using manson here is, was a really good example of that but it occurs to it was extreme i could have used louis ck and said how i really like yeah. his bits and i like to show a lot and I think he's a disgusting, unintelligent piece of shit. But I really like his bits, and he's funny and witty, and I really like his bits of his comedy. Not all of it, but I don't like him as a person. I really don't like him as a person, but I still enjoy his bits. Yeah, yeah like just being able to separate those things, though. I mean, it's. You don't it's have to like the person, as a person to evaluate something made. Yeah, exactly. Any point, last thing here. What are you going to do after the game's over, Fox? You ever think about when you're not playing the game anymore? Or, you know, because it, it's been running through my mind a lot lately. So this will be the last thing, I guess, because I guess I'm the keeper of what we talk about. Fair. I mean, that's true. That is a good. That is a good role for you. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'll just ramble about something aimlessly. I would ramble aimlessly um, about stupid shit too. What would I do after the game? Or do you think about what happens Obviously. when you're done with the game, or how you're going to wind it down, or Will the game end before you're done with it? Those kind of things. You know, it's important to evaluate your the, existential crisis. I mean, outside of like some sort of like a financial thing that causes me not to be able to play for the, play the game. Like, honestly, I don't see a reason why I wouldn't just keep it on. Say so you lose your because hand. Because I do stuff. I, oh, yeah. I mean, if there's some sort of like crazy situation where I'm unable to play it, like, yeah, it would end. Um, all things come to an end, guys. You just got to kind of get used to that. Say so you're giving yourself a stranger and you lose your hand because you go too long. I'd be thoroughly disappointed in my ability to coordinate but uh, if anyone doesn't know what a stranger is as far as i know it's an origin is from Chappelle show where you sit on your hands like it's numb <laughs> and then masturbate yeah yeah because then it's like somebody else is doing it but you are it's like you're tricking yourself <laughs> he lost his hand yeah, in um, a tragic stranger accident now he can't play bard i just go back to other hobbies i had before the game um uh, before i was doing this uh, i used to just casually play other final fantasy games when when i felt like it um it's not like i play them on repeat or anything um i used to be a uh, a souls speedrunner. i'm i'm good at like all the souls games what is that game dark souls oh, oh okay dark souls yeah, dark souls um Demon souls all those all those games uh, bloodborne i'm very good at all of those i used to do like speed runs of various types um not like i'm on youtube or anything but i mean i was just okay at it it was fun uh i also used to and in fact, I still have my own video game that I'm making. It is an RPG. Um, I like stories. I like to analyze stories. Like, there's so many other things that you can do aside from this game that this game like takes up. So I wouldn't be sad that this game is gone. It would just be an opportunity for me to do the other things that I enjoy more often. Would you reminisce about it? 
if I brought up stories about it, yeah, I would probably uh, say, hey, this hilarious thing happened or this is that time Spicy failed or whatever. <laughs> it happens all the time. Now that I'm in your Odyssey run, yeah, you right. see me fail all the time. Yeah, just explode during the Fetter Pole. It is what it is. When people yell on bad, like someone was yelling on a bad rune fence the other week, they're not wrong. I, I just, you know, I'm not good. I just am, you know, somewhat competent. But I, I do fail all the time. And I'm, I've done poorly enough at times, but it's fair for people to yell that I am bad. So <laughs> I think they're being way too concerned about whether or not you're bad, man, because honestly, it still works. Like, you don't have to be amazing at this job to get, or this job, this game to like make things, you know, to, to be content. You're, you're going to be able to. It's okay. But um, yeah, like, I, I would probably go back to um, just animating my game and, and working on the, the storyline for it and stuff and probably get more in, involved with my buddies who, who used to uh, work on that project too. A lot of that fell apart because people moved away, um, which really sucks. Um, but, you know, with uh, all the social distancing everybody's been doing now, people are a lot more used to using like internet tools. So there are a lot of things that I would just fall right back into that are just still healthy hobbies that are just fun and still somewhat social in some ways. Do you kick your leg while you sit there and talk? Does that do you like fidget with your leg up and down or something? Uh, no, I actually try not to move my leg very often because uh, what a lot of people don't know is uh, one of my legs does not work very well. And and it hurts when I mess with it too much. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if it was you like moving your leg a little bit. No, so probably faint, what it is, I, kept is I, have, I have to I have to push to talk, and because the mic stand is attached to my desk, which is attached to the arm that I'm using to lean onto the uh, the desk from the the angle that uh, I'm perching on the end of my bed, it's it's, like, it's almost like a trapeze act. Um, what you're probably getting is like the vibration of me fiddling with things with my other hand. It's just residual, have, so yeah, yeah, I, I have to like mess with something when i talk because i i need some sort of like um, motor component when i speak it's just part of me it's like, it's like a with, the, with the keys or whatever when he was talking at least yours isn't like a bottle cap that's making noise yeah uh, yeah right um the bottle cap is somewhere around here <laughs> i have been known to snap the so you have a good outlook on it then yeah i mean it's not it's not really something that would be like game ending for me or anything. I mean, it's just a hobby at the end of the day. I met cool people. Maybe I got some memories out of it, but you know, life marches on. Uh, what about you, man? I'm sure the thing on everyone's mind, because I'm all it's on everyone's mind is, is the game Spicy's entire world is when it's over, is his world going to come crashing down? Because there, <laughs> there are people in this game. I will admit that if this game ended, their life would be in turmoil. There are certain, I wonder if Asriel's one of those people. Probably not. He has to call to work to play uh, the game, but maybe not. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's the first time I think I've mentioned him on this entire show. Uh, I guess he's not that important. <laughs> um, but no, there's certain people in this game that every time you come on, they're there, and all they do is that, or they do call out of work to play the game unhealthily. But, you know, I'm not one of those people. It takes up a lot of my free time because I don't have much free time. So it is a very important component of my life. Obviously, Carrot Other Room. Um, but no, I think about it and I, I get very wistfully or, or, you know, uh, kind of not nostalgic, but I get very sentimental about certain things. So I have, I want to say an issue letting things go since we haven't established that with the hate already and, and that, but in a way of like, uh, like when say your relationship's over with someone and you know, it's over, I just have trouble putting the knife in it. Like, I don't, you know, I have trouble just kind of like, we'll call it indecisive. At times, I am very indecisive. So it's not, uh, letting go makes it sound like I can't let things go. I have no problem letting a lot of things go. But indecisive is more of the term I'm looking for here. 
where it's like, do I want it to go? How am I going to feel? Da, 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 da. And then it's kind of like, eh, eh. but no, if the game ended tomorrow, I would be kind of disappointed. I would be like, you know, I was still working on this. You know, all those things. I enjoy doing those things. So if that went away, I'd have to find some new hobbies. <laughs> it would probably be good for me. Uh, I mean, probably. I mean, you know, change of pace is always nice, too. It's so weird that it's like completely the opposite because like you have so much more going on than I do. And I'm the one with a backlog of other hobbies that this is getting in the way of. Yeah, I don't play other games. I own a lot of other games. I still have PlayStation 3 games in the plastic. Like, I've never gotten to play those and... I don't really care. <laughs> I get to the point where it's like, I want to do it one day, and I, it's comforting mentally, the fact that I'm able to do that. I really enjoy the mental satisfaction of freedom of movement, ability, not, you know, having something for later, even though I'll never touch it. Just it's a, there's a mental satisfaction there. Um, But no, I've been thinking about I'll have to leave the game. That's why Cavill said something today about last time I had said that I'm looking to help train people with the wiki so they can take over because yeah. I haven't had time to do the wiki. Like my, all my wiki editing, instead of like, you could have all these new zone templates and all this and that, but I don't do that because the entirety of my time in the wiki now is just focusing on the guides because those make more of an impact and benefit the site more than me. I don't, ha it, I could take entire days. There's times in the past where I just took an entire day and worked in the wiki. <laughs> and I haven't done that in a long time now. So times at a premium sometimes, man. Yes, it is. And you can get to a certain point where you just can't keep doing that. So I would be very happy. Like he said, wiki classes. I don't know if I could make it a class, like a, a spicy master class. Welcome to my TED talk. Oh boy. I have to open it with a, a recorded like bad 80s song over like some, some remix of a, a cartoon, like Reading Rainbow or something. Reading Rainbow is a cartoon, but just something like that. Like Mr. Rogers, you know. It's a beautiful day to learn about the wiki. You know, something stupid like that. But no, that'd be good. But no, I would I would really like to get people into that. Yeah, so you hear that? Just reach out to them and he'll find time for you, I guess. Yeah, I'll find time. I don't give Carrot enough time, but I'll find time to give you guys so you can do God's work. Oh boy. But no, if Cavill's won, I would have no problem. I don't know where to start. I'm sure I would build resources like the Fox Danger taught people once. I'm sure he had to figure out how to teach people. I, I don't teach people. I just kind of put information out for their benefit, like I've always had in this game for my benefit, which is why I eventually started doing that. I think you're, um, I, th I think the mindset is more important than any kind of formal, formal training for you. Because yeah, it'll, it'll be rough if you try to teach people at first, but eventually you'll find your flow because everyone has their own specific flow. Like I used to teach people to teach people, like how to teach people. And um, everyone's a little different when it comes to it. And uh, you'll connect with people in different ways when trying to convey this information. But what's, what's really important is at the end of the day, your intention, um, you know, are you going to be able to accomplish your goal because your intention matches, you know, your effort. Uh, and that will eventually give you, you know, whatever style you're going to use to teach people, honestly. I'm incredibly scatterbrained, too. So my oh, form of too. learning, yeah, how to do the wiki was all over the place. Whatever whatever was shiny and jumped out, I would try to do. And then I would constantly bite off more than I could chew in these big projects. And sometimes I'd bash my head against them. So just it got stressful at times, like not knowing how to do something and just not giving up, but just... It, there were times I got way more stressed out about trying to do stuff that I eventually ended up doing on the wiki that people use without even knowing they're using it. 
uh, stuff like that. And you feel better afterwards, but there's only so many times you want to really, you know, get stressed out like that over just not being able to accomplish something. But I did just learn randomly. So what I would translate that as to, there's plenty of things I could help people with because it's not like I know what I'm doing. I don't. There's people who know how to either, you know, use, like, I don't know how to code. I know various HTML rules that are just for coloring tables and stuff that anyone could learn by typing in the CSS rules, that one website, yeah. you know, I mean, otherwise just basic stuff. If someone actually knew what they were doing, they could probably do it a lot better as in telling people how to do it. But you know, this is how you make a table do this. I make it do it like this. I so actually, it resizes properly for mobile phones. Well, I, I like what, what you use as an example for people um, when they, when they try to like start doing like this kind of editing, you tell them to like, look at a page, you know, it's obviously you sign in so you can see it, but you look at a page and how it's constructed. And then you use that as kind of like a template for, for how you should, you know, edit a different page or yep. something, just like see what someone else has done. And clearly it, it looks right sort of thing and then copying it and you know of course ask questions et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's actually um, I'm actually very good at Excel and one of the ways that I learned how to do Excel is I looked at other people who were better than me at their Excel sheets um, I saw like how you do um, not only like how formulas work or how some of the, the background things work but also how like the VBA works in it and you know some of the other code that goes into macroing um, I did all of that stuff too, because it was interesting and made, made life a lot easier, you know, at places of employment for sure, when you can make robots out of Excel sheets. And uh, like, like it, it was a good way for, for me to learn because I'm kind of a hands-on learner when it comes to that sort of stuff. Like I like to figure out the puzzle and some people are going to be like that too, but you won't always be able to use that as the only way to teach somebody. So it's good that that, that gets put out there, but um, because a lot of people, can actually learn a lot better that way than like listening to someone monologue about That's how, how I had to try and do it. But there comes yeah. a certain point where if you really don't know what you're looking at and you try to solve the puzzle or puzzle puzzle or reverse yeah. engineer, then you end up getting frustrated when you can't do it because your method of learning, which I would say that's how I learned to do the wiki, uh, kind of comes crashing down to you and you kind of feel lost and at the struggle a lot. Oh yeah. I remember it, uh, back at this, back when I used to smoke too. Um, I, uh, I spent a lot of time uh, when I would get stuck on one of those spreadsheets when I was first learning how to do it, just how to make that sort of thing work. I, I would go outside and I'm a very, um, I can visualize things very well, like, like very, very well. So like I would go out there and I would spend like an hour and a half of my work day, just like smoking and trying to figure it out in your head. Yeah. Just being super frustrated that it wasn't working. Freaking Cam Jansen over here. All right. But yeah, so I want to hopefully would like to because originally the wiki was nothing but funk and then i came in and we started talking over emails and then i think it was even hangouts within emails back when hangouts was a thing within emails and just that kind of built up the community made a discord then the the bg jerks that just keep the site going as in one and the other guy came in and kind of like took it away from us and made us join the official one which i didn't really want to do and so we promoted it on our own and got a thing together and chia came into it faye came into it and and Soku and other people came into it and we had quite a community going for a while but now it's kind of just back to funk and kind of I because I'm I talk to him about stuff with the wiki but since I'm not funk's kind of the only one doing it again so we need to give funk some relief <laughs> you can't do it forever and you know because that's strong powerful Galka the team came from nowhere it became something and then the team's nothing again so I mean there's yeah. still people that I'm seeing random contributors that are helping that 
didn't exist back when it was just funk. I'm talking it was like just funk back then. Now there's a lot of random people that are still doing a lot of different people. So it's not like he's alone now. There's the, the wiki is functioning at a healthy level now where there's a bunch of people who have joined due to various schemes I've come up with, like user page templates. Not that I invented them, but they existed and I promoted them to Jeez. get people. Yeah, it's, it's schemes. Wait, wait to make it sound dubious. Well, yeah, scheme, That's good. schemes like if you're not logged in, which is true, then you don't see the updates on the front page as well. And that front page thing I built by reverse engineering stuff from a Fire Emblem Heroes wiki, which is a mobile game. So that is, and that is one of the best things in the site now is when I redid the front page and had those little current and ongoing events section, which Funk updates those. I stopped doing that. So without Funk, you wouldn't have those. They're not automatic. Fire Emblem is so good. Fire Emblem is good. Heroes is a gotcha game, and it's like yeah, those gotcha games. The best gotcha game on mobile, but <laughs> gotcha, bitch, for real. But no, I eventually know I'm gonna have to walk away from this game. I can see the top of the hill I'm already at now, and I'm getting close enough to the point where I'm I'm walking down it now. So I'm gonna get to the point where I'm going to hopefully be moving with Carrot to you know different country start a life family all this kind of stuff picking certain career paths and this and that and i'm not going to have time for the game the wiki being around so i would like to continue to see work carried out so those are the things that's why i bring up the topic because that's on my mind occasionally it's fair yes that's for all the people that know that i'm an asshole i i do like to one disrupt the status quo two improve the status quo that's what I like. All right. So I think that's it. Yeah, I think so too. And please, feedback. So even if it's Simon again, I imagine Simon's going to say something definitely after that. So I don't want to make it every episode we talk to Simon. We probably will not respond this time. And I know Fox is not going to respond to the comments. So if it, if it makes you feel better, you can be mad at me if you want. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah. If it's worth anything. The rumor is that he is a number one or very large donator to Asian. So take that for what it's worth. Okay, that's nice. Which that um, puts him in the box. Yeah, please join the Discord, though. Uh, lots of cool conversations going on in there. Um, you know, people post and stuff. Not all of it's serious, super serious about the game. Like, I like it. Memes. Um, you know, even have Spice in with Ryan and his What the Food channel. Like, it's it's good stuff in there. You'll, you'll be that's where you see the, the the local takeout of the mediocre pizza place, but still better than your local pizza place of eggplant, oh. ricotta, and anchovy pizza, man. Super grody. Well, the, well, the ricotta and anchovies is still very good. As it's Yeah, like, that part's fine. I'd have to just pick off that awful thing you have eggplant there. is good. It's fucking atrocious. Dude, so you said before you don't like chicken palm, you don't like eggplant palm, and you don't like zucchini palm. So do you like anything that's good? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Those are local delicacies. Yeah. Fried item I'm... and breadcrumbs with sauce and cheese and fat. There you go. That's it. So good. <laughs> How could someone not like those things? Anyway, I, I, I know people don't like the same things. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be okay. I can't handle it. Who doesn't like things we like locally? <sighs> Why am I an asshole? <laughs> I enjoy this too much. Yeah, for real, man. Okay, so yes, uh, email us. I don't know if Abject's going to be our email every time, although I do like the points he brings up because they are relevant to people's concerns in the community and they actually are better topic points than we often come up with, so thank you, Abject. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah, thanks a lot, man. you can also post to me on the BG forums because no one does. No one does. There's a thread for us. Go post there. I want to post there. <laughs> Someday. 
Well, if you wanted to post, you should have been paid off. No, I don't want to post an auction house. I don't want to talk to auction house. I love rooks, but I don't want to be on auction house because we know it would happen again with the current people being discussed. It would happen. It would just be, it would have to be something nice to give there. But on BG, it's not a problem. So come talk on BG or email us, email preferred or intro music. Fox, we don't have intro music. And I have to say the last time after not liking anything offered, it kind of fell through. And maybe that person doesn't like us anymore. They don't like me anymore. I don't know. But we have not, not heard. I'm not going to lie. I, I forgot about the intro music. Thing. It was two months ago, the email exchange. And I never followed up with him after I said something and he didn't respond back. And I didn't follow up after being like, hey, I did say something two months ago. You know, but, you know, it'd be yeah. nice if someone did our work for us. Right. Much like when we have our guests come on and they write the outline for us, Eric's. Right. works. So, I, I don't know. I guess we could put just some, like, truly terrible intro music in sometime. I don't know. I can't even find something terrible enough to people. my liking. Cringe is fine. It just can't find anything good enough that's cringe, but still fine. Right. Has to be classy. Classy cringe. Yeah, I was pretty critical of, of the stuff that came up. I mean, it was good. It just didn't feel like it, you know, fit what we were doing. Like if we had neon, the, neon, the neon cat, if I could say the word, the neon cat music in the background when we're starting up, I, I'd be fine with that. But obviously we can't use that. Is it actually, uh, is it actually copywritten or whatever? I don't know but i don't want to use it because it's not ours in this respect where it's so well established as someone else's that we couldn't just it's also really stupid oh is there like the another xi streamer or something no 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 no. it's just everyone knows that's neon cat i mean and what's that gonna everyone's be like what's that gonna do with 11 nothing the music is doing anything with 11 it'd be cool if it's 11 no. based but <laughs> we're, we're just we're just filling that void that people brought up where we need an intro song and it just happened to be what we picked i sometimes wonder if i care about it more than anyone else you probably do. I probably do. Like I said, I forgot. So how much you care. About intro music? Yeah. You couldn't remember the topic that shows how much you care. <laughs> hey, I did an outline for today, okay? Yes, and we didn't use it. This outline was very good. <laughs> there you go. I feel like you didn't have proper flow with topics, and it was all disjointed everywhere, like a real conversation would be. Yeah, seems right. I do feel people are so used to having something like a YouTube is so well done by the average person now where it's so well laid out where, hi guys, today I'm going to talk about this. So this is the, like, it's all scripted. They just read off what they wrote. So it's like a perfect presentation. Like everything's like that. So to be actually like a real conversation is very terrible. Yeah. Like me, like sure. We edit this like post, you know, but this is all candid otherwise. Pretty much nothing. Very rarely. Because I can't listen through over two hours, two and a half hours of shit to go and pick out random things to improve. I don't do that. I just, unless something stood out to me that I can remember, I just uh, kind of just filter curve and all that nonsense. And just there's not much I do to it after the fact. So this is exactly what they get. Yeah, just make it not ear bleedy and you'll be fine. Yeah, lemoner. Sure. Throw it on in there. It's podcast. We're done. <laughs> well, thank you, Fox. <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. And uh, see you guys.